High School Football is on the air. This evening, the Rovers will be back at home as they'll play host to the undefeated Red Bank Valley Bulldogs in Class 1A District 9 action. High School Football on Sunny 106 is being brought to you by our fine sports sponsors. Now let's sit it out to Brockway and Frank Marchetti Field. And before the opening kickoff, let's check in with our pregame show with Bill Edwards right here on Sunny 106. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Brockway Rover Football on Sunny 106. I am Bill Edwards, along with Jared Herbert, and tonight we are home in beautiful downtown Brockway to bring in the game between the 6-2 and Rovers and the 8-0 Red Bank Valley Bulldogs. These two teams met two times last season, once in the regular season and again in the playoffs. And while Red Bank won the in-season game, Brockway came away with a victory in the playoffs. Both teams are headed for the playoffs once again. However, this time, Red Bank may be entering with an unblemished record if they can win their next two games. Of course, the Rovers may have something to say about that tonight. But it won't be easy to turn back a team that is averaging 55 points a game and with a quarterback that has already thrown for 33 TD passes to four good receivers. Having said that, the Rovers have their own stable of good players. Braden Fox has thrown for almost 1,500 yards in 13 TDs. Jen DiQuello has over 1,000 yards rushing, a 130-yard average per game. Blake Pisarczyk has 14 TDs and a reception average of 111 yards per game. Matty Brubaker has been coming on strong on both sides of the ball. Uh, one impressive stat is that his five interceptions, and uh, he's also contributed on special teams with great kickoff returns. Finally, the big question might be, can the Rovers keep the high-flying Redback offense off the field? We'll soon find out. And we'll be back with the starting lineups and more right after this commercial timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in Western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Brockway football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC CPA. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatments and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. 
Welcome back to the Sunny 106 pregame show. This week, Bill Edwards had a chance to sit down with Brockway Rover head coach Jake Heigl to preview their matchup with the Red Bank Valley Bulldogs. Well, Jake, tonight you have uh, arguably the biggest challenge that you've had thus far this year. Is that correct to yeah, say that? no doubt. No doubt. Um, whether that be talking about their state rankings or um, just the eyeball test, they pass them both. Well, when you realize that this team is scoring 55 points a game, that says something about their offense, or maybe it says something about other people's defense, too. But I think for the most part, I I think it's probably their offense. They have a lot of guns to shoot. They have a sophomore quarterback who's walking in the heels, or should I say running in the heels of his brother, uh, who's very good as well. They think this kid probably will be better. Uh, He may be even better Right now, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, so, so you're facing somebody who can throw the ball, somebody that's athletic, that uh, can run the ball as well, mm-hmm. and uh, four pretty decent receivers. Yeah. I would say that um, they're probably, in my four years coaching, uh, the most explosive team I've, I've ever seen. And honestly, um, as far back as I can remember being a player, um, you know, they're only, um, you know, the team I played on my sophomore year for Brockway and when Frankie Verichetti was the head coach when we went 12-1, and one, um, very similar explosiveness. I mean, that's – they just beat you with the big play. And that's um, – but a lot of people don't talk about their special teams, and that's where I think they get their edge, so – well, some recent history, too. Uh, you played them twice last year. Mm-hmm. You lost during the regular season, and then you came back and beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. And so you do have some history with them. And both of you will be in the playoffs. Yep. Where you will be, who you will play, we do not know. But right now, I, they are number one. They're mm-hmm. eight and zero. Uh, and uh, they, I think you're number two, I think, right now. And then Port Allegheny, three. But, you know, that. That could change, but that's yeah. but but you you guys are the top three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and again, it's what's nice is it's committee based uh, for playoff seating now. And although um, you know it, when you're looking at power points or or however they've done it in the past, uh, it goes Red Bank us, uh, Red Bank then us, then Port Allegheny. Um, you know, I, I could see it shaking out a number of ways for that two three spot, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to play who you got to play. Anyhow, it doesn't really matter where you're seated. Um, you know, we're going to have to beat probably Red Bank and, and Port Allegheny, both of them. Anyhow, so. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's truly um, impressive to see how they've just handled business. Where I think we've kind of had a, a growing period. I mean, they look very similar to how they did week one, um, and I think we look very different. I mean, whether that be personnel, whether that be um, uh, offensive attitude, it, it's uh, kind of a good test for us to see where how much further we need to go or where we are at if we want to win a district championship. Well, and let's face it, their head coach has been there longer than you Mm -hmm. to establish a program. And uh, so you are doing it from scratch if you, you know, and and so you're you're doing the right things to get where you need to get to. And so that's an important issue to, I think, or point to bring up. And you have you have your own set of studs on the, on your side of the ball so you can talk about a few of those yeah uh jendy just went over the thousand yard mark rushing and uh, blake pisarchik is pretty close to a thousand yards receiving 
Um, you know, very good compliment in, in Maddie Brubaker and Isaac Crawford to what those two do. Uh, and then obviously our quarterback uh, continues to close in on the District 9 all-time leading passing record. So, yeah, I think um, what typically happens in these very, very um, good matchup games or tough opponent games uh, is, you know, you, you see where your flaws are. And I think uh, when we played Port Allegheny and w- we lost that game, uh, we found where some of our flaws were, and that was helpful to us because we made some adjustments. We made some personnel adjustments. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be the case again tonight is kind of looking to see where we need to go <laughs> going from here. Yeah, I, th- I think, Jake, that's a good point because uh, sometimes getting exposed uh, mm-hmm. gives you a chance to fix things that you heretofore were not able to see. Yeah. And uh, now the other question I have is that uh, in, in in reading about all of this uh, over this week is that – what kids are going to be playing for Red Bank tonight? I, I yeah. mean, and that's that's a question. You know, the coach throws out, well, we got maybe 15 kids that are going to be on a trip to, of course, these are freshmen and sophomore. Uh, of course, their quarterback is a sophomore. Yeah. And when I look at their roster, they've got 24 kids that are either sophomores or freshmen. Yeah. So uh, whether a coach, and you can take it from your perspective, yeah. but whether a coach says, well, we have a team of guys here that have the opportunity perhaps to be unbeaten in a season, which is rare air anyway, yeah. uh, but we're seated number one, we're going to be number one, and so do we, have to, do we even have to play everybody? Yeah. So where do you come from at that, you know, from that. I think there's some strategy on on their coach's part there. He did this last year, very similar situation when they were playing Central Clarion. Uh, kind of put it out to the media that he had already locked up the one seat for uh, or uh, yeah for for two seat for single A. He already knew where where, where everybody was going to be positioned as far as playoffs go, and that he'll probably play his JVs against Central Clarion. Lo and behold, his entire starting team came out to play Central Clarion, and they upset them. Um, so I've I've seen him play this game before. Uh, you know, it's something that I haven't even uh, let known to the kids. Um, this was always kind of a point of contention with him, with this being on a Thursday night. Um, he was always trying to, to kind of get this game moved a little bit. Um, but that's that's kind of his strategy. He always does those kind of things. And, I, you know, some people play it one way or play it the other. But he's really um, – uh, whether that be to to the coaches or to the players, he's always kind of put um, not uh, what's the best word here, D- different kind of comments out there to kind of throw you off your game a little bit. And uh, I, he's going to show up with everybody. Yeah, That's yeah. Well, that, I, I think you're right. I, I mean, because if you are a player, I, I think I know your mental uh, framework on this as well. If you're a player and you are unbeaten. Are you going to take a trip to Washington, D.C. and miss the opportunity to play a game, to be a part of what could be an unbeaten season and perhaps a, you know, a championship and so forth? Are you going to do that? I'm not, no. you know, as a player. I'm not going to sacrifice that. I want to play. And so I can't see a herd of 15 people uh, heading off to D.C. and not being there tonight. So I agree yeah. with, I agree with You're you. You're getting a little look of the some of the strategy that's pulled by um, not many coaches in District 9. I mean, there's a really good fraternity right now, District 9 coaches that all seem to be, um, you know, pretty much backing each other. Not saying Blaine doesn't, but, um, you know, doesn't try to play that mental game so much. And, um, you know, I will say, though, last year, 
we did get a very good idea of what our next game plan would be if we were to play them again in playoffs. And that was very beneficial to us. Everybody knows that. He knows that. Um, So, you know, again, in my mind, he's bringing everybody, but I'm sure there is a question mark in his mind of what to show and what not to show because it gave us a good blueprint for the uh, following playoff game. Well, yeah, and that's, you know, that's a good point too. I I think that you've got to, a powerful offense like they have, then obviously your one of your game plans is that we have to keep their offense off the field. Yeah, we have to find some way to do that. Yeah, it's funny because uh, most of the teams we play try to do that to us, uh, and you know we're relatively balanced <clears throat> offense when you look at it, even game to game or, or um, stat line to stat line. So we don't necessarily go into a game and think. We're going to just control the clock, kill it. I'm a big believer, and it's really a game feel thing. And if you're cruising on offense, then you run the hurry up. If uh, the other team's cruising on offense, you slow it down a little bit. So it's um, it's really a game feel thing, in my opinion, where I think um, most coaches might come into a game and think kill clock, kill clock. I, I don't necessarily go about it that way. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be – and it always is to some degree, but I think especially tonight it will be the, the chess game, you know, uh, who's who's better at the chess game and, and who's going to figure out what the other team is trying to do yeah. uh, first, you know, and then have a way to, to counteract that. And so uh, I, th- I think the, the pieces are in place. You know, it's strange. It's, it's a Thursday night. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do with Friday night? Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do with Friday night? Uh, I'll be with my kids and my <laughs> wife. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, and people need to understand the balancing act that you have as a head coach. And I had to do it. I had two kids in the house. Yeah. And uh, to be so involved because it's not just an after school time frame for you as a as a head coach and there are my rate of things now that you have to take care of that uh, in the past those things were not necessary and they are now so uh, people need to uh, sometimes they need to back off coaches and say okay you know they're they're trying to do the 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 best here and uh, you know what is disturbing I I wasn't going to bring this up but I, I think that I will what is disturbing is to see with uh, the young kids that are playing, and now they're at five years old, mm-hmm. six years old, seven years old, uh, which I think is ridiculous personally. But yeah. in any event, uh, a father that didn't think his son was getting enough playing time and came down out of the stands and shot the coach three times. Ridiculous. Now, this, this is where you know, a lot of this has gone to, and, and it's totally crazy. And so there is so much and, – and do it in front of all those kids – I mean, the trauma that's going to be built into them for years to come. And so uh, the responsibility of coaches, and I I know that you understand this, that, uh, you know, our our responsibility is to develop great men and great husbands and great leaders and and just great people. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. That's the first job that, that coaches have to do. And if you miss out on that because you've got a great platform to do it, if you miss out on that, oh, you know, that to me, that's a tragedy. Yeah. McDaniels from Miami said it this week. He was having an interview, and he, he's basically the interviewer asked him, why, you know, what has um, being a father helped you so much with being a coach? And he pretty much said it's, it's pure servicing. I mean, it's pure. Um, you have to be totally unselfish. 
you have to totally, uh, you know, devote yourself to other people's success in life. And I think that sometimes people get caught up in the 48 minutes that are going on and not so much, uh, you know, what, what is exactly being, um, done. Uh, there might be strategy involved in that kind of thing as well, you know, of trying to push Mm -hmm. a kid or, or the fact that, um, you know, parents aren't with the kids at practice, aren't with us in the off season, stuff like that. But again, I'm very lucky where, uh, the parents that we have, uh, you know, in our program, all really support us and they all, um, the administration supports us and they feel that, um, you know, we've put together a coaching staff that has, you know, not only wins, uh, on their mind, but also the development of, um, you know, the young men in our community. So, yeah, when the parents know that, uh, that is far more important. I mean, the scoreboard is one thing, you know, seasons come and seasons go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they know that you care about their kids and you want the best for them, this this is where it is. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so I, you know, so happy that's where you are. Yeah. Okay, well, tonight, Thursday night. Yeah. And uh kickoff at seven o'clock. You guys end up going to go into the game at six uh, at six and two. Of course the Red Bank is at eight and zero. And uh we're gonna be there and we wish you the best of luck tonight. Yeah, it should be fun. Should be Stay fun. safe. All right. Thanks. That was Bill Edwards with head coach Jake Heigel. After this timeout, we will have starting lineups and the kickoff as you're listening to Brockway Rover Football here on Sunny 106. The home of Brockway Rovers Football is Sunny 106. <clears throat> okay, we are we are back. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Coach Heigel. We always appreciate him doing that. With me tonight is Jared Holbert, the coach. Out of re, you know retired right now, but uh, you know he's I think enjoying a little bit of his time in the booth from this perspective. A little bit different, is it not? It is very different being able to see it from a different angle. Well, we always appreciate your expertise, and uh, I know that you you especially pay attention to the defense. Of course, I'm an offensive guy, so we've got a good balance going on there. And uh, tonight we have a, a matchup where I think uh, you would love to be coaching in a game like this. Yeah, you know, I had uh, the coach from Red Bank, uh, Coach Gold, had, had asked me uh, if I missed it now, and I said, oh, I missed it when it's games like this where you have two really good teams and you know it's going to come down to uh, not only the athleticism of the kids but the play calling and the changes and, and the strategy back and forth between the coaches. So it's it's uh, it was always fun to coach in. Um, I, guess, I guess I can say that now. Maybe at the time, <laughs> maybe at the time I was really stressed. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's really fun to watch it, too. Yeah, you know, the joy is in uh, finding out that you've meant something to the kids that you coach. Uh, and it becomes something that is permanent, something that sticks with them that, that's good for them. So that's that's the, the real great part about it. Well, I want to uh, remind folks at home who are our folks are that are sponsoring our game tonight. Uh, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferrero, Cruck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Fremer Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Glastown Pizza, the Lulu Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, uh, Varshetti Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. Also, some of our special events tonight are coin tosses sponsored by NDO Accounting Services, our first downs by Star Trucking, our times out are sponsored by Sunrise Coffee, half times by Rogos Auto Sales, sack of the game, Brockway Appliance. Play of the game for Amarelli Sales and Services and also Inzana, Malillo, and LLP Attorneys. And uh, player of the game, sponsored by Spitzer in Dubois and in St. Mary's. And we uh, another sponsor this year, Jared, which is new, and that 
That's Jim's custom collision, and they've got the Brockway big hit of the game. So it's going to be a lot of those. Uh, there's going to be. It might be a little bit difficult to pick out the uh, most important one, but uh, two or three times a game when there's a big hit, uh, say something like big hit or what a hit or anything similar, then say. If your car gets hit, time to contact Jim's Custom Collision. Jim's Custom Collision has been making friends by accident from close to 50 years. So we spot, thank you for all those uh, all those good folks. I do want to mention before you do the uh, starting lineups, the uh, Rockway captains for the game, Jenny Quello is one. He is a senior uh, running back. And then we have Isaac Crawford, wide receiver. And uh, there's a lot of things really for this team. And then we have uh, Blake Pasarczyk. He is the only junior of that group. He's one of our captains tonight. And then Reese Yonner is also a senior. He is the, uh, makes up our fourth captain tonight. So, Jared, you have uh, starting lineups over there. And let's go over. Well, maybe uh, we'll wait until we come back. We've got the uh, national anthem about ready to begin, Jared. So we're going to just hold off on that. And we'll do that as soon as we get back from the, uh, from the national anthem. And uh, we uh, have all the players lining up for that right now. And we hope that uh, if you can't be here tonight, that you will be joining us on radio. This should be a very interesting game. And if I had to choose sides right now, Jared, I'd be hard-pressed to do it, even though one team is, uh, is so much favored over the other. Yeah, you're right. Like we saw last season, you never know what you never know what's going to happen. Yep, it's playing on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to uh, take this two-minute break, and we will be back right after these messages. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Ropers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. Fall in Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing. High school football. Yardworks of Brockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year. And that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. Contractor number PA006025. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RVIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealership since 1968 when you need a tux or just a suit formal wear for a wedding prom homecoming and semi-formal dance any important occasion look your best with the hottest styles from joe's tuck shop including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress all the accessories like shoes and shirts suspenders dry cleaning and alterations too for tux fittings call to make an appointment joe's tuck shop west long avenue downtown du bois when you need to look your best just go to joe's joe's tuck shop Com. Go, Go Rovers. Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. 
Okay, we are back at Frank Rossetti Field in Brockway. Tonight the matchup, the Rovers from Brockway against the Red Bank Bulldogs. And, uh, Jared, you've got some starting lineups for us, so let's do that right now. Okay, for Red Bank Valley, we have Ashton Kale, Drew Byers, Caden Nicewanger, Mason Klaus, Jackson Huffman, Ashton George, Owen Klaus, Austin Eastlick, Brandon Ross, Caden Adams, and Christian Klinger. So, and for people who from from Red Bank are wondering why their quarterback wasn't announced, they gave me their defensive lineup. So that's the defensive lineup for your hometown Rovers. We have Maddox Decker, Jendi Quelo, Maddie Brubaker, Braden Fox, Isaac Crawford, Blake Pisarchik, Reese uh, Reese Stewart. We have John Verchetti, Ben Yale, and Jonathan Winnings. And I feel like I missed somebody in there. Well, we'll catch up with them yeah. here at some point. But uh, we've got the... Uh, Reese Yonner. Reese Yonner. Oh, there, there we go. go. Yes, yep. there you go. Okay. Yep. How Reece. could you miss the biggest I know, guy? I know, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the uh, coin toss is uh, happening there on the, on the field. The coin toss is brought to you by NDL Accounting Services in Brockway. Don't leave your financial future up to chance. Looks like the uh, toss was won by Brockway. They're going to receive down here to our left or the uh, concession stand area of the field. And so they will have an opportunity first to see what they can do offensively. And as we said, uh, Jared, the, the big issue, I think, for the first tonight, can they keep this offense of the uh, this very potent offense of the uh, Red Bank Bulldogs off the field yeah you know and you had mentioned in your pregame talk with with Jake it's it's going to be for people who think that football is just a game back and forth back and forth there's a lot of strategy tonight for Red Bank do they show everything that they have knowing full well that they're probably going to be playing Brockley in the playoffs and really this game for them doesn't particularly matter Uh, will they will there be any strategy with their players how long they play um, but you, you are right. I mean, really, regardless of who's playing for right, they're a high-octane offense. And uh, uh, Brockway has some good players on the back end, though, to keep up with the wideouts. But we'll, we'll just see. That. I feel like Brockway can make a lot less mistakes than Red Bank can. Well, yes, absolutely, Jared. You are right. So we're about ready to get this one underway. Of course, Vistarczyk is back, though, along with Coelho to receive this kickoff. It is deep. Going to be taken at the 10-yard line, and that's Quayle going to come to the near side and is running out of running. Well, he's got a little bit of space, but he will be taken down at the 35-yard line. So the Rovers will have it uh, right there, and we'll see what they can do. And we'll, and uh, what I want you to notice, uh, Jared, first of all, is what kind of defense the uh, the Bulldogs are going to play against the Rovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like uh, right now that oh, they got three linemen, so maybe some sort of an odd front defense. Um, I would imagine that they'll have at least four defensive backs. Since uh, well, what do we have here? We've got a four-four-three-four-three defense. So four linemen, three linebackers. Actually, they've got uh, almost they've got four, five, five on the line today. Five. Okay, there's motion to the far side. Back to pass is uh, Foxy makes the connection out there, and that is Basarchik still on his feet. And still on his feet, and breaks loose and almost <laughs> almost. Uh, He's able to break free for a touchdown, but he's going to be brought down at the uh, 45-yard line, and that is a stop trucking first down, and so that could have gone some, for some really big yardage. Yeah, Jackson Hoffman there for Red Bank. He was the last line of defense there and had a shoestring tackle. Otherwise, we were going to be uh, looking up at the scoreboard. And well, and don't underestimate how strong Basarczyk is. 
And he is a junior. He will be back again uh, next year. Fast, good runner. We have their uh, double slot formation. Some people call it an ace formation. Uh, Fox has Quayle to his left side. Ball's on the far side hash mark. First down and 10 from the uh, 45-yard line. And there's a handoff to Quayle. He's hit immediately in the backfield. Well, I'll tell you what. He just got the ball in his hands, and he was nailed for a loss. That's going to be a loss of about two. So it's going to be a second down and 12 now for the Rovers. You know what you notice looking at their line is, uh, and really for both teams, they don't have big, bulky linemen. They're all very athletic. The guy there who was the defensive tackle, very athletic, thick guy. Well, yeah, he showed it that time, that's for sure. Second down and 12 now for the Rovers. Ball is back to about the 43-yard line. And there's a oh, fake hand off to Quello, and that ball's thrown across the middle. A quick pass there, had, had uh, tender for Pisarchip, but uh, no good, so bring up a third down and 12 now. Yeah, Klaus kind of jumped that route a little bit like he was expecting it. Well, I'll tell you what, that was very close to an ex- interception. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, so we'll see what the call is going to be, see if they're back in that ace formation, which they are quite often. Yep, uh, some people call it a double, but they've got to slot both directions. This time, Quello's to the near side of Fox on this uh, third down and 12 for the Rovers from their own 43-yard line. And as Quayle gets the handoff, and he is hit immediately again for another big loss back to the 36-yard line and uh, brings up a punting situation on a fourth down and forever. Really interesting look by Red Bank there. They came out with a 3-4 defense that time, but they had a linebacker playing one of those three linemen. That was uh, Huffman who just did that tackle before, and he, he got up there and, and chopped through the line like he wasn't even blocked. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, they didn't fool anybody, <laughs> you know, on that. Uh, one would have expected a pass, but they mm-hmm. tried the uh, they tried the draw play. It did not work for sure. So fourth down, and here comes the punt uh, from Doherty. He is a freshman. The ball's going to hit down near the 30-yard line and out of bounds right at the uh, 31-yard line. And so the uh, Bulldogs will have it from their own 31-yard line. Their first offensive series was just underway here with just 10 minutes remaining here in the first period. Yeah, that's kind of what we were saying about Brockway's, you know, on the right over here is they, they can't get behind the sticks. And granted, that wasn't them getting behind the sticks by penalties, but two runs that didn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's right, obviously. Uh, let's see what the uh, defensive set is for, uh, for Brockway as well. Brockway's got an, an odd front there, three three down line, uh, four linebackers, so three, four defense. Okay, so first down and 10 ball at the 31-yard line. First time the uh, Bulldogs have it. There's a jet motion handoff, and uh, there's running room and speed. Look out, and it uh, looks like he will go all the way, and that is Kale. Boy, he's got a different speed there. And more different uh, altogether, so from the 31-yard line. So... First play of the game offensively for the Bulldogs, and that is, of course, not anything that the uh, Rovers wanted to see. Now, they, they came out in that defense because it allowed them to kind of play things side to side, but good blocking by Red Bank, and that receiver, Kale, got through there. That was actually a pass, a little forward toss there, so a lot of, pa- a lot of receiving yards. Yeah, 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 that jet motion, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, looking for the extra point attempt right now to see if the uh, Bulldogs can make it 7-0 to zero early in this game. The kick is up, 
And it is good. And so with uh, 9 minutes and 49 seconds remaining in the first period, Bulldog 7, Rubber 0. And we'll be back with the Bulldog kickoff in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and uh, Jared, that is not the way the Rovers wanted to start tonight. No, it was that one play, and that, that uh, Kale kid, boy, he is fast. He got through there, and and, he, and even Pasarczyk wasn't catching up with him. Well, and I don't think that Brockway has seen anyone with that kind of speed this year yet. So no. that was kind of a surprise as he ran past everybody. Mm-hmm. Here comes the kick. It is deep again. Back to the five-yard line, and into, no, it drops at the four-yard line. It dies. And Quello picks it up, still on his feet. Nice cutback, still on his feet. As you come out all the way to the, about the 35-yard line. What a great job by Quello. Because that ball looked like it was going to go in the end zone. It mm-hmm. hit it the 4-yard line and then just decided, I'm not going any farther. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah, like you were saying, he was looking for a touchback there and uh, ended up actually getting a pretty good return out of it. Yeah, well, the surprise Quello. I mean, he thought <laughs> that ball was going to go in the end zone and it stops dead. He said, oh, i got to pick this thing up and do something with it. And he did something yeah. with it. Okay, so we have a first down ball that is just, just barely inside the uh, 35-yard line of the Rovers. Again, they have their ace formation here, double slot formation. Quail to the near side of uh, Quail. He got the ball off the left side, and he has a little bit of running room over there. Not much, but he'll pick up a few to uh, make it a... In fact, he picks up more than I thought he did. They're going to mark it at the 40-yard line, so let's give him five on that. It's going to bring up a second down and five. Yeah, we don't have a big sample size yet from Red Bank, but it seems like so far Brockway's really having to fight for all the all the yards that they're getting on their running plays. Well, like I said, they've got some big dudes up front, and they can mm-hmm. move. They're athletic kids, mm-hmm. so it's going to be tough. Okay, slot to the far side this time. Wing to the near side. Hand off to Aquilo. Again, ball's in the air. It's out of his hands, and let's see who has it. I think uh, Red Bank has it at the 40-yard line. And so uh, a big turnover there. We can see that ball fly up in the air. Mm-hmm. So somebody hit that ball apparently with a helmet and just drove it up in the air, and so uh, a big break here for, again, for the Bulldogs as they'll take over just uh, right at about the, uh, oh, they're going to mark it at the 41-yard line of the Rovers. Yeah, this was one of the other things we discussed. They absolutely can't have, they can't have penalties, can't have turnovers, and uh, especially to turn it over inside your territory. Well, especially, yeah, against this offense. They've got a slot formation, double slot also here. Running back is to uh, the left side of Wagner. Wagner's just a freshman, but uh, a very good freshman at quarterback. Now a little handoff there to number three, and he's going to get down inside the five-yard line to about the 34. That is Drew Byer as he's a junior, 5'8", 162. He's got some speed, too. Yeah, and, of course, like you were saying, I'm watching the defensive side of the ball, and I'm still trying to figure out now if Brockway's actually playing a 3-4 or a 3-3 stack because, again, their linebackers seem like they're playing in too tight for it to be a 3-4. Uh, looks more like a stack. Yeah, you are you are right. They are a little tight. It gives it jet motion once again and a reset over here. Back to pass is Wagner looking downfield, and he's got a man out there, and he makes the catch. Doesn't make the catch, or he's out of bounds one or the other, and there's a flag on the field. 
pretty sure over here you're going to get an illegal forward motion by the wideout because he started to move forward before the ball was snapped. Kind of looked like Canadian football there for, <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he was running a jet motion, but he turned off field a little bit too fast. I think you're right. I think that's the call. Must be what it is. They're just too fast. That they, I mean, they don't, they don't need that advantage. <laughs> yeah, they don't. No, they really don't. Okay, so an illegal shift. So uh, they're going to move that ball back five yards. It's now going to be inside the 40 at about the 39-yard line. Yeah, Brock was coming out in that odd front again. And this, this type of defense that they're running is, is typically used against teams that throw a lot. So you've got an extra defensive back and an extra linebacker to help play pass coverage. Okay, so we got a second down on eight. Double slot formation again. There's a pass out to the far side. It is caught. And the uh, receiver is George. That is his last name, not his first name. And he makes it almost to the line of game, but it's going to be a little short by it. looks to be about perhaps a yard. Mm-hmm. Bring up a third down and one. Yeah, nice little screen, and the wide receiver did a great job getting downfield and blocking, picking up, giving the receiver somewhere to run. Okay, got a trips formation to the near side this time. One split to the far side. Definite passing formation, but one can never tell. Quarterback's under center, and he's just going to go straight ahead, so... And I think the forward motion may have it. And there's a flag on the play. It gets thrown into the mix. So hmm. I don't know whether somebody grabbed a face mask or what, but it was right there at the point of contact. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait and let the officials sort this one out. But forward motion may have got that first down. He didn't have far to go. Yeah, really interesting. I mean, I guess an obvious play there, but uh, Brockway did a pretty good job. They came up and stuck him. I thought he was going to get a lot more yarders than he did. Ball start. Or legal, or legal formation. Okay, so they're going to uh, push them back. Somebody was not on the line of scrimmage, apparently. They, as we said, they had four wideouts, and the uh, quarterback uh, from the uh, shotgun formation moved up underneath the center. So they're trying to spread out the defense and then just run that quarterback sneak mm-hmm. with a little help from the uh, running back to give him a little push from behind. Okay, so we have a third down now. And they've got about, uh, about seven yards to go for a first down. Ball resting inside the 40-yard line. Wider back the pass, looking downfield. Got a man out there. Makes the catch. And that will be a star trucking first down as the catch is made just outside the 25-yard line at the 26-yard line. As a coach, that's tough to watch because I thought Brubaker was actually going to come up with a pick there. It was right there. And that was George, I think, again, wasn't number 17, I yep. think, that made that catch. Yep. He's 6'1", 180. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's going against Coelho out there. Coelho's not a huge man. He's a tough kid, but he's not huge. He's about 5'9", and I think that's fudging it a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so first down. Another star trucking first down. Trips to the near side again. One split to the far side. Wagner well, back to pass. Ooh. Looking deep down the right side. Overthrows everybody. So I'll bring up a second down and 10 from the uh, from the same place, the 27-yard line of the Rovers. <laughs> Sometimes you question, question the referees down there because... <laughs> One of the Brockway linemen came running through, and a, an offensive lineman grabbed him and drug him to the ground with a wrestling move, and <laughs> they just let it go. I guess uh, either nobody was watching or yeah. they just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's second down now in 10, and there's a handoff, and a nice move by Byers in the backfield, still on his feet, still moving inside the 20-yard line, so about the 19-yard line, still short of a, the line of gain. Yeah, nice tackle by Crawford. That was a nice move by him as a running back. Nice little spin move to avoid the tackle and then get positive yards. Yeah, that's where the defensive man says, oh, I got him this time, and then he has nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, Redback, I've noticed their players are fast. Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay, third down and about one now for the uh, for the Bulldogs. Ball is down inside the 20-yard line at about the 19-yard line of the uh, of the Rovers. 
There's about 6.49 remaining here in the uh, in the first period. 7-0 in favor of the Bulldogs. There's jet motion, and uh, that is Kale. And we have a flag on the play, and this could be another procedure call. You feel bad for Byers because his body just started moving. When that happens, you can't stop it. No, can't stop it. So it's back now to the 20, just inside the 25-yard line, about the 24-and-a-half-yard line. So it's going to be third down now and about uh, six, six-and-a-half to go for the uh, for the Bulldogs. They've kind of stalled out here lately. They've shot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've got that ace formation going on right now. Byers, I'm sorry, uh, Wagner has, I think, uh, Byers to his right. Yes, he does, looking to pass, and he's going to run instead, and he makes a nice move out there in the straight arm, still on his feet, and he's got speed, too. Can he get inside the five? He's inside the five, too, about the close to, the I think, the two or three-yard line. I think they're marking at the three-yard line. Another star trucking first down, but not only do the receivers have speed in the backs, the quarterback has speed, too. Yeah, good vision by by him, and... Uh, like he's not he's not just fast, but he's smart too. He knows how to how to cut and how to how to make moves to stay in bounds. Uh, he freezes the uh, potential tackler and then he speeds past him and used the straight arm very well. You know, also that time. Mm-hmm. Look at the wide split to the far side this time. He, he's way over there near the bench. Okay, and there's a handoff that is to a Byers looking to get in, and I don't think he's going to get there. He's going to be short. So it'll be a second down and goal from about the uh, second yard line. So we'll give him a gain of one on that one. Yeah, he's. Uh, I noticed real quick with uh, with Wagner. He's not the type of kid that wants to run out of bounds. He wants to stay in and wants to get as many yards as he can. Yeah, absolutely true. Okay, second down. Two yards to go for a TD. There's jet motion and a handoff, and that's just a, actually just a little foot pass to clip to uh, Kale, and he will score with uh, 5:31. So from two yards out, uh, Kale will score to make it 13-0 in favor of the Bulldogs with 5.31 remaining here in the first period. Yeah, that's that's tough with a team like that when you've only got a couple yards because you almost feel like you're going to get it. I mean, they just have too many athletes in too many places. Absolutely, yeah, and they've got a good line up there, too. Mm-hmm. They can get on a block in a hurry. Okay, here comes the extra point attempt. I believe that is number two, and it is good. And so with uh, 5.31 remaining here in the first period, it's 14-0 in favor of the Bulldogs. And we'll be back with Bulldog kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone? GlastownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and uh, thus far it has been uh, the Bulldogs offensively. Uh, defensively, the Bulldogs have done a good job as well, pushing Brockway backwards. This is something they didn't want to do. You know, we talked about them getting behind the sticks, and that happened. Mm-hmm. And then turn the ball over. You know, that's not what you want to do against a team like this, but they create a lot of that stuff, too. High deep kick this time, and is Passage going to take it at about the seven-yard line? He's going to come up across the 25, still on his feet, going to be knocked out of bounds over there, somewhere around the 35-yard line. They're going to mark it at the 36 or seven-yard line, so the Rovers will have it there. So they're going to, at this, especially at this point, you know, you, with a team like Red Bank, you certainly don't want to get behind. 
And right now, Brockway's behind by two touchdowns. They have not been effective offensively thus far, and so we hope that they will get, you know, they'll figure this thing out at some yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, thankfully it's early enough in the game that you don't need to abandon your game plan, but no. you also can't afford to keep doing the same things if it's not working. Different uh, different offensive set this time. Got two uh, splits, balls near side hash mark. Quayle is moving to uh, Fox's far side as uh, the Rovers move from our left to our right. Uh, Quayle looking for a place to go. What a quick move there in the hole that time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he just throws everybody, but uh, gets out to about the 40-yard line. And so give him about uh, about four yards on that play, bring up a second down, and about six for the Rovers. You can see that the uh, Red Bank defenders really don't have a lot of uh, respect for the, the Brockway wideouts. Right now they're playing right up in their grill, man-to-man, with maybe just a safety sitting over the top as, as a, a safety valve. Yeah, Brockway's pretty much in the running formation right now mm-hmm. with a very short slot to the near side here. Ball is on the near side hash mark. Back to pass is Fox, looking downfield. we got plenty of time and trying to get somebody open down there. And Pasarczyk had it and then dropped it. I think we might have an interference call here. Yeah, he got behind the defense there. Nice throw by, by Fox. Um, maybe could have been a little bit more out in front of him, but nice throw. Well, normally he would catch that too. You yeah. know, uh, that, mm-hmm. That's not like uh, Pasarczyk to drop that ball. But fortunately, I think there's going to be a, an interference call here. It's going to give him 15 yards and a first down yeah. the easy way. He had, he had three guys on him, so the odds of getting a pass interference is probably, oh, oh holding. Okay. Well, let's see. That's another reason to, to stop you from catching the football if you're held up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and you know, if, if you're the offensive coordinator and you look at that and say, well, this guy out here and they've got uh, three people guarding him. Yeah. Somebody, we should be able to get somebody that's free, you know. Well, that's a start trucking first down, mm-hmm. as I said, the easy way and the ball, the nose of the ball is sitting right at uh, mm-hmm. the 50-yard line. It's a good feeling for Brockway, though, because you know you can get behind their defense. Yes. You just have to have some time for the line. But that defense is tight, is it not? <laughs> they uh, are tight. Back to passes. Fox again looking downfield. It's Pisarczyk out there. And uh, ball in his hands and out. So he does not make the catch. Defense is right there, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't really credit the defense for that. I mean, he was there, but that was right off of right off of his hands. you got to catch those. That's another one should have been caught. That's two in a row now. Yeah. Uh, which is no- it was... Uh, a uh, you know a behind the shoulder back shoulder throw there that was you see a lot more now you still throw it up short and let your guy turn and pivot to it but you just you got to catch him even with the defensive back in your face okay second down and 10 from midfield for the rovers they've got their ace back they've got a slot far side near side so they've got a double uh Quirlos to the right side or the near side of uh, fox as they continue to move from our left to our right and Dequello has the handoff, and he's going to be hit in the backfield and dropped. They're going to mark forward progress at the 47-yard line. So, again, going back behind the sticks, Jared. Mm-hmm. Christian Klinger, again, that's the third time he's been back there. And, just again, you look at him, he's probably one of their bigger linemen, but he's only he's only 237 pounds. But just strong upper body, looks, like, looks kind of like a wrestler build. Yeah, I would not be surprised if he isn't a wrestler, uh, 6'1", at 237, but uh, and you're right, he's, he's very athletic. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a third down and 13 now from the uh, over 47-yard line. Fox is back to pass, looking downfield, and he's being pressured back there now, but he's going to get some good blocks back there, and he's going to throw it downfield and throw his way over. Mm-hmm. Who's that out there? I think it was, was it, who was it, number 11? Yeah, it was Doherty. Yeah, so freshman Doherty was out there wide open mm-hmm. at about the 25-yard line, and he was just overthrown. So that was a uh, 
that was a play that they wish they had back. So what causes that? That quarterback running forward and just not anticipating that he's gonna, his body's gonna naturally carry it a little bit further. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it could be very well. Yes, yes. Times when you're running into your, well, he's running to his left arm, so he's left-handed passer, so it should be a whole lot easier for him. Okay, here comes the punt, and it's going to go. Looks nice like kick. Down and uh, go into, or does it? No. Wow, great punt. It's going to be marked out of bounds at the one-yard line. Wow, that was a nice, I mean, the punt looked nice, a nice bounce. So I, one of two things can happen here. Number one, you can keep them in the hole, or some of, one of their speed guys can run a 99-yard touchdown. Yeah. So, I mean, so something good can happen and something yeah. bad can happen. You know, credit, credit Brockway because they, they've come out in the type of defense that you need to defend against an offense like this. But it's just, you know, sometimes you have to just tip your hat and say that they're either better. But, yes. You know. Yeah, that's that's right. They uh, are 8-0 for a reason. Mm-hmm. With 3.39, our score is 14-0 in favor of the Bulldogs. They are way deep in the hole right now at their one-yard line. So let's see what uh, what they can do. They've got a really wide uh, split to the uh, far side as they are moving from our right to our left here in this quarter. And a, a slot to the near side. Ball is on the near side hash mark. And there is a quarterback. Uh, he's going to keep it himself. He's got plenty of running room. And he's going to be taken out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. Oh, no, that, yeah, that was, uh, I got the... Uh, it was Wagner. That was, Yeah, number nine is, uh, mm-hmm. is Wagner, and uh, he he's an athlete, too. Mm-hmm. And so when you, you have a quarterback that's an athlete, oh, boy, what an advantage that is. Yeah, I just it, it creates so many possibilities, and you can't oh, hone in on somebody because now you've got to keep somebody just to watch the quarterback. That's right, and that somebody better be better than he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, trips this time to the far side, balls on the near side hash. Is going to be a, there was another star trucking first down that time, so first down and 10 from the 19-yard line. The Bulldogs have it in their own territory, but they're moving the football. Wagner back to pass. We have a flag in the play. Could be holding. Passes out there, and it goes to, uh, goes to nobody. In fact, uh, somebody on the bench over here came up with it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think we've got a holding call, and this leads to where that flag was thrown, Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was back by where the quarterback was when he was getting ready to roll out. Okay, if you're just joining us, and it is a hold against the uh, Bulldogs, and so they're going to be walked off 10 yards here, going to be back around the 5-yard line, inside the 5-yard line, or no, I'm sorry, the 10-yard line, at about the 9-yard uh, line, I believe. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be first down and uh, 20. But, you know, with an offense like this, you don't hardly doesn't mind really too much. Yeah, yeah it doesn't <laughs> yeah. really matter where you are. Yeah. Ball's near side has to get jet motion. There's a little toss uh, pass again to Kale, and he's still on his feet. Look out. He's got speed, and I think uh, finally Pasarczyk had a good he had a good opportunity that time because Kale couldn't get get going again after making a move and uh, Pisarczyk was in the right place at the right time but that would have been another long by Kale. Yeah, well, just so quick and shifty. So that's a first down. Another star trucking first down. Ball is outside the 35 to the uh, 36 yard line now for the uh, Bulldogs. Well, at least for this play they won't have to worry about Kale. He went off looked like he needed a little bit of a breath. Yeah, he did a lot of running on that play <laughs> to get the yards he got. Okay, Wagner's going to hand off to Myers, and he's got running room around the far side, and that speed. So, Equila uh, was there in pretty decent position, mm-hmm. but the speed 
speed of Kale just uh, you know he just kind of flew by him. Yeah, it's yeah it's tough as a as a DB because you can't stop your feet like that. You got to keep moving, moving up, moving uphill, and forcing him side to side. And when you get caught flat-footed like that, he, it, with the guys this quick, you just you're going to get left in the dust. Yeah, that's right. So it's a, it brings up a second down and six now from the 40-yard uh, line for the for the Bulldogs from Red Bank Valley. Hmm. Trips to the near side this time. One split to the far side. Wagner back to pass. There you go. Sack. And we have the sack of the game. Who is that that got in there? Let's get a number on that young man. He did a good job on that to get Wagner back behind the sticks. It's 56, Johnny Verschetti. That's Johnny Verschetti, yeah. With uh, 154 in the first. This is where they need to get Red Bank third and long. I mean, Red Bank is a passing team, but you need to get them back here, force them to get down the field to get a first down. Okay, back to passes Wagner again. That ball hits the ground and <laughs> bounces up in the air. So I don't know who that was supposed to go to, but <laughs> it must have had him shook up. So here's a an opportunity for the Rovers. It's yep. fourth down and a and So punting situation for uh, for the uh, Bulldogs, and uh, I don't believe with the scores I've seen this year, I don't think they punted all that often. Yeah, probably not. This is a good opportunity for Prestarchik, though, because he's a quick kid, and he'll be out in the field kind of by himself to make something happen maybe here. Well, it all depends on what kind of kick it's going to be, whether they're going to kick it low or whether they're going to get hang time or what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So well, there's strategy there as well. They probably don't know because they haven't had to punt it that much. That's true. <laughs> uh, this kid doesn't get much practice. Well, Ooh, it's going to go off the side of his foot. Yeah, and, you can, you can well, tell they don't pump very much. Well, there's no return on that one unless uh, one of the coaching staff for uh, Red Bank might return it. But... It's going to be out of bounds. Let's see where they mark it. It might end up being in uh, in Red Bank territory or at midfield. Let's see. I think right at midfield. So it's exactly where it was, you know, in the last series the Rovers had it uh, mm-hmm. right there. So they've got it back right at midfield. Nose of the ball is touching midfield. They are still, of course, moving from our left to our right here in the first period or from the concession stand to the crick. Uh, we've got 135 remaining here in the first period. It is uh, 14-0 in favor of Red Bank Valley. Rovers have the ball. Quail to the right side or near side of uh, Fox right now. He's going to come out looking for the swing pass. He's got it at the 45-yard line, and uh, he's going to be dragged down by one arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. He almost thought it was a face mask there, but I guess guess not. I guess get a jersey. The way he brought him down, it just kind of looks like it would look like with a face mask. It, it sure looked that way, but, uh, you know, Quail is a strong kid, too, and it yeah, he was mm-hmm. dragged down with one arm. Yeah, now the kid who brought him down there, that Klaus kid, he's a 6'3", 170, so he probably has a pretty good arm span on him. Okay, we we have uh, a second down now and 12 for the Rovers as that attack was made in the backfield once again. So they're behind the sticks once again. Trips to the near side, one split to the far side. Quello to the left side now, the far side of Fox. On the second down play, Fox back to pass. Quick throw out pass there, but he's going to be hit immediately. And that's going to be, I think, Pisarchik. And he gets yeah. no. In fact, uh, he might even lose a little bit of yards to bring up a third down now. It looks to be about 13 at least. Yeah, the screen pass there was thrown a little too quick. Lyman, you could see, didn't really get a chance to get out there. And, I mean, the DBs were playing real, real tight, too, so there wasn't a lot of cushion to get. Yeah, I think that was a good observation. I think it was a little bit too fast. Okay, it's going to be... Third down and 13 now for the Rovers. Ball right in the middle of the field. Got a wing to the near side, slot to the far side. Quello to the 
Right side of Foxy, back to pass, looking downfield, getting pressured a little bit, but he's got a little bit of running room over there, and he's going to be brought down. Ball's on the ground, and it's going to be recovered. Oh, it was in the hands of, <laughs> of several people on that play, but it looks like the uh, final recovery is going to be made by a Brockway player or not. What is the call going to be? I can see the coach on the far sidelines arguing that his player had it and he was actually down, but it's hard to tell. I mean, it kind of looked like it squirted out before he had possession. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to see what the officials decide on this one, but uh, that is a good question. Did he have possession with and be down? Let's wait and see. I'm trying to figure out where he's putting the football. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just another question. Uh, where are the football may be? I think it is going to be in the hands of Brockway, but it's going to be a fourth down. I think they're calling it an incomplete pass. Really? Well, that means... Uh, well, in any event, uh, yeah. it looks like going to be an interesting situation for Brockway. So that is the end of one from Frank Verichetti Field. The score is 14-0 in favor of the Bulldogs from Red Bank Valley. And we'll be back in 30 seconds right after this message. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back, and we uh, we really do not know. <laughs> You've got 50 years of coaching experience. I've got 12, and neither one of us can figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I can't figure out what uh, what the story was on that. Of course, the, the officials aren't Mike Power. They can give an explanation either. Yeah. So, But in any event, it's going to be Brockway Rover football. That's They're going to now be moving from our right to our left. The ball is placed at the 47-yard line. It's going to be third down and 13. So uh, they... That's one of those... Uh, you Did you see what happened? No, I didn't. No, no, no. Okay, let's just, let's just call it an incomplete pass and put it down. I think that's what they did, basically, <laughs> even though the quarterback was running with all. So they've got their ace formation, the slot far side, near side. Back to pass is Fox, and he's looking downfield for a man down there, and that ball's going to be knocked away. And, of course, the uh, the fans below us here that are Brockway fans, of course, thought there should be some interference on that play, but I thought it was played pretty well defensively. Well, the ball was underthrown, and the, the defensive back turned back to the ball. So, unfortunately, for the wideout, you know, he was playing the football, too. Uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of one of those, if the ball would have been thrown further, maybe, maybe maybe then it would have been pass interference, but it was underthrown anyway. Yeah, a little farther, maybe toward the sideline. Mm-hmm. So, okay, punt formation from the 47-yard line. Rovers will kick it away. And uh, Dockery will kick, and it's going to go off the side of his foot and going to go out of bounds somewhere inside the 40 or outside the 40. Not quite sure yet. We'll have to see where that's marked, but the uh, Bulldogs will have it as we're beginning this, the second period with a 14-0 score in favor of the Bulldogs. Yeah, Brockway had an opportunity there. I mean, they, they had some things working for them in the drive before. Uh, it's kind of tough when you... You know, you're not really sure what's going to work for you. Nothing really seems to be working. But Sarchuk, I think, got behind the defense there. I thought maybe they'd go back to him again. 
I mean, the defensive backs are only playing seven or eight yards off the ball. They're not playing deep at all. They're not afraid of long ball whatsoever. No. no. And that's kind of scary, you know, if you're mm-hmm. having to be Brockway. Okay, first offensive play. We've got jet motion there. Nope, fake that little toss uh, pass that time. And Byers will get it, and he will get out to the 45-yard line. So he'll pick up just about, oh, about maybe a long one or maybe two. Uh, let's give him two, so it'll be a second down and eight now from just outside the 40-yard line to the 41-yard line. And when you have so many athletes, all these plays look the same. Yeah, there's so many things you can do out of this. Uh, they've changed their formation again here right at the uh, line of scrimmage. So we have trips to the near side this time, handoff. And that is going to be Byers, and he's got good speed, and he is still on his feet. He will get uh, inside Brockway territory, but there is a flag on the play. That could be another, at least I thought I saw one on the play. And there is a flag that's going to be unsportsman, I think, against number 72. Yeah, number 55 for Brockway kind of gave him a shoulder, and then he it's always the second guy who gets caught there. Well, that's uh, Garrett Schaefer. He's a, a senior, 5'10", 215. Mm-hmm. But we had a hold to start with, so we got the holding call. So they're going to march that off, and then they're going to have an unsportsmanlike. And that is a dead ball foul, so they're going to mark that one off too. <laughs> so they're going to be way back behind the sticks now. Mm-hmm. So this kind of thing can get in their head, you know. I mean, they can hurt their performance, you know, as well. Yeah, well, and if you get a player rejected out of a game, you know, that's that's a big deal because a game now that really doesn't matter for you, the next game matters. Okay, we have a, we have a timeout on the field. Their coach was very angry about that, and so he called a timeout. So we've got a timeout here. We're going to take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with more action right after this message. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, well, the uh, Red Bank Valley coach had a little discussion with uh, his team over there. He wasn't happy with that unsportsmanlike uh, conduct call. And I don't blame him one bit. I think he did the right thing calling that timeout. Yeah, get your team settled down. Remind them of what, what's at stake at this game. And, you know, you guys got to maintain cooler heads. Okay, so we have a second down and 32 now for the... Uh, for the Bulldogs, they're way back, a lot farther back than they have been. They've got a long way to go to get the line of gain. They've got about, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't even want to count how many yards it is, but it's uh, it's a long way. Yeah. Of course, Red Bank's one of those teams that any, anything can happen here. You never know. Well, you're right. They've got the athletes that can do it. They can make up territory in a hurry. They've got a trip to the far side, and there's a handoff to Byers across the left side. He's got speed and power, and he will get out to about the 35, 34-yard line. So, he chipped away a little bit at it, but not very much. So that'll bring up a third down. It's going to be a third down of about, uh, oh, let's see. Yeah, around, 20. yeah, about 20 yards to go for a first down. Ball's inside the uh, 35-yard line, about the 34. And as a defense, you know, you're, you're willing to give that up on stuff like this. You want to try and play the field position game, but you just don't want to get beat over the top. You want to get the ball back. 
Absolutely right. Trips the near side. Once blew to the far side. Back to pass is Wagner. He's looking for an open man down there. He's got a man down there, but ball's thrown short. But there's going to be an interference call on that play at the 25-yard line. So that is going to uh, be a tough call for the uh, for the Rovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the difference with that play there is the ball was thrown well in advance of the receiver and the defensive back didn't look back for the ball. Yeah, it was underthrown. It was a ball, really. If he had looked back soon enough, it could have been picked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, but the interference call is made. Although I don't think, is that, gonna, is that an automatic first down? I don't think it's an automatic first I, down. I know. They're going to be short. They're going to be at the 49-yard line. They're on the 49-yard yeah. line, so that's going to be a, up a third down and well, third down of what about, about five. five? I guess third down and five for the uh, for the Bulldogs. Trips again to the near side. Ball's on the far side hash. Remember, the Bulldogs are moving from our left to our right. Back to pass is Wagner. Got a man open across the middle, but gets it out too far in front of him. He was open, and that's a man you like to get the ball to. That's Klaus. He is a 6'3", 170-pound senior. So, for the second time in this game, surprisingly, now Red Bank is in a punting situation. Yeah, and if you're Brockwood, you, you have to, at some point in time, you have to take advantage of one of these because, you know, Red Bank's not a team that makes mistakes and gives up a lot of points, so you need to you need to do something here. Okay, Pisarczyk is back there. He's around the 15-yard line, ready to receive this punt from the far side of the hash mark. It's really, really high, and Pisarczyk will let it go, and it's going to die down there, so... Uh, is that not a good place to uh, call for the, you know, yeah, I don't, I get, I, yeah, and it's a decision you have to make. Is this ball going to bounce and go into the end zone? Mm-hmm. And it did not. You know, it uh, turned over the other way. So the Rovers will have it deep in their own territory. They're going to mark it. Let's see. I can't see from here about very well. About the seven-yard line, it looks like. Yeah, about the seven, seven, eight. Okay. And they've got 10-14 uh, left here in the first half to work with it. They're down 14 to, to zero right now. But... They played pretty tough. They're all tough. Their offenses had a difficulty in getting going, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But we they kind of calm down a little bit. They have some things that work. Okay, so we've got the slot to the near side. Fox rolling to his near side, looking to throw downfield. And that ball is going to hit, I think, uh, Pasarczyk and then fall to the ground. And they hit two guys in the same place that time, and I'm sure that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, it- I don't think that was by concept. I think what happened was once Fox rolled out, one of the receivers tried to get down the field to give him somewhere to throw, and he just happened to be in, in position where the other receiver was. Yeah, so it was. Uh, I think it was Matty Brubaker that was down mm-hmm. there as well. So yeah. they were both in the same place, and either one of them may mm-hmm. have got the uh, rebound on that it's one. It's a personal foul on defense here. Okay, so that will help the Rovers. That's going to give them a star trucking first down all the way out here across the 25 to the 28-yard line, and so it's a big break for them. But as you said, you can get all the breaks you want, but you yeah. have to do something with that. Yeah, and I feel like if you're going to get it, it's going to come by the air because, look, I mean, these defensive backs are, everybody's playing less than five yards off the ball. Oh, There's I no know. safety. They're tight. It is man coverage. You try and beat me. Yeah, ball near side hash mark. There's a handoff to Quayle looking to replace the run. But I'll tell you, they, one thing we saw really big time on that is people are staying home. Yeah. You know, so they, with Quayle, he likes to cut back. He's got that quick cut. And uh, that line, defensive lineman that time, which was number, I think it was number 72. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that with Schaefer was just standing there waiting for him. Yeah, and, and when you're playing this tight and you're playing man coverage, there's, there's going to be the box is going to be loaded like it is now. 
and, and you've got to take your shots over the top. You've got to try to get a seam route or just run a go and get it over his head. Okay, second and 11. Quellos to the uh, right side this time, Fox, or the uh, far side from where we are sitting. And Fox looking to pass. He's back, throwing it down range there, but nobody's open down there. And in fact, number number 12, number 12, Mason Klaus was more open for that reception mm-hmm. than was Pasarczyk. Yeah, watching on this side, Brubaker could not get off of the press coverage. And, I mean, as a defense, if... You can play press coverage and the receivers can't get down the field. You can't throw the ball to them. And that also allows you to load the box and stop whatever type of run game Brock was going to try and mount. This is kind of what I was afraid of, that they're, they're going to you know, go for some of those patterns down the field when yeah. they're just not going to have much of a chance to get and, those. And I just don't think that Brockway has anything where they, you know, you need to motion your receivers. You need to get guys off the line of scrimmage so you can have some sort of separation from the defensive back. And they, there's just no motion at all. Well, we've got a timeout now for the Rovers, and I think it was a timeout that was necessary to be called at 921 left here in the half. They're down 14-0. We're going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with more action from Rockway. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Centered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Centered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. The situation is this. Rovers have it third down and 11 from their own 22-yard line. They are down by a score of 14-0. to zero. With me is the highly exalted Jared Holbert from uh, out in the middle of somewhere. I'm not sure where he's from, but... West of here, west, east, east of here, east, east of, of here. Yeah, I don't yeah, have my directions west. right. I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's see what happens. We've got quads to the far side this time. Bars, balls, near side hash mark. I haven't seen this formation exactly as this. We've got a motion now to the near side, and uh, Fox is going to get a throw out pass to the far side, and that is caught out there. But it makes very little if the you know balls on the ground. I don't know if uh, he was down first or what. I am waiting for. A call from the official. Have you seen it yet, Jared? No. I I, I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet either. So I I think it must still re, be the Rovers' ball. I think they're going to call that thing on the ground and down. So up there on the no, 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 it's not. It's it's they're giving it they're giving it to uh, they're giving it to Red Bank uh, inside the 25-yard line. At a, so it is a turnover. I didn't see a call on the field by the official, did you? No, I couldn't. Okay, so it's first down and 10. The ball is uh, at the, uh, well, it's about the 20, close to the 24-yard line. Back to passes. Wagner looking to gate it all right now. Catch is made at the 15-yard line. And the uh, ball, the re- receiver is, that is, Hoffman makes the catch. And uh, he gets the uh, star trucking first down. And they're going to mark that ball down there somewhere around the 14-yard line. And so it's going to be a first down and 10 from the 14 for Red Bank as they come up with another turnover. Yeah, these you can tell. I mean, first of all, Brockway's not playing 
man press coverage. So these receivers are given a free release off the line, and, and when it's zone, you just kind of get to an area, and you know where you need to get, and, and that's what's happening right now. Okay, they got trips to the far side this time. Myers to the right side, Myers right to the right side of Wagner, and he's got a man open uh, right at the uh, two-yard line, and he will score. That is number 17. That's Aston George. He's a senior, 6'1", 180. And so with 8.37 remaining here in the half, uh, the Bulldogs will score again to make it 20-0 with the extra point attempt upcoming. Yeah, you're noticing, I mean, the wideouts are, the coverage is not right on them anymore. Uh, these guys are having good separation. Here's an interesting formation. Well, yes, everybody on the uh, all, all the linemen the, on the left, you know, all the far side to the left, and then they're coming over and getting set up in a normal kind of formation for the extra point. It's like some sort of swinging gate, I think is what they used to call it. They call it the swinging gate, and uh, for the life of me, I don't understand why we <laughs> why we do it since everybody gets back in line anyway. So, ball is up, and it is good. And so, at 8:37 remaining here in the half, it is 21 to zero in favor of the. Red Bank Valley Bulldogs, and we'll be back in 30 seconds with the Red Bank kickoff. You're listening to Sunday 106, your home for Rover football. Down, set, Panda's put in the work this football season to be your ultimate defense with the Spitzer Shield. She'll catch you great deals and help you score Panda protection with our lifetime nationwide powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. While Panda increases her speed, you can too with the Spitzer Speed Pass, where you can shop online anytime at Spitzer Auto World Dubois. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty effective anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, uh, we are back in the uh, a score thus far of 21-0 in favor of the Red Bank Valley Bulldogs. And, and they, uh, there, there's, there's so much speed. We talked about it before. Speed kills. Mm-hmm. And so... You can have, the game planning can be perfect, but it comes down to can your athletes match up with their athletes. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing that speed, plus the turnovers. You know, so Rockway many times has kicked themselves in the foot as well. There's a there's an onside kick there, and it's going to be taken by Rockway, so they will, they will recover at about the 37-yard line, their own 37-yard line, so they will begin from there. They have eight minutes and 35 seconds to work with it. And I'm sure they'd love to see to get something going offensively before the half, so they have something very positive to talk about at halftime. Thus far, they've been behind the sticks a lot, which is the last thing you want to do against a team like this, get yourself in a hole. And then they've also turned the ball over a couple times. Yeah, good job by Xavier Schwenter, though. I haven't said that name all year. Good job of standing there as Lions were coming in on him. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it right about that. Okay, ball size of the ball is on the far side hash mark. Fox is back, calling signals. Hand off to Quello over his near side. He's going to be hit immediately, and so he will have a loss on the play of three or four yards, probably at least four. Bring up a second down and about 14 now for the Rovers. And so once again, back behind the sticks again. Yeah, and, you know, it's just one of those things that you've got to, you have to be able to do something with your wide receivers. Otherwise, you're going to have this happen all day. You're going to have seven guys in the box, and there are seven better guys than what you have. Uh, so you're going to have to get the deep ball to get them to back up a little bit because, like I've said before, this is probably the deepest the safety's been all day, and he's at six yards off the line of scrimmage. Second down and 14 now for the Rovers. Ball's about right in the center of the field. Their ace formation, slot far side, near side. Back to pass is Fox. There's a flag on the play. And finally, uh, they've got a pass in, caught in the middle of the field by... Uh, Drew Baker, that is uh, 
Maddie Brubaker, he makes the catch, and there is a flag on the play. Could be a hole where that ball was thrown, and it is, and the hole's going to be against the rover. So you know things are going badly when you finally get something good, and then you get a hold on the play. You get a penalty on the play, and you get marched backwards, and that's what's happening. So now they're even farther behind the sticks as they're going to be down inside the uh, 25-yard line. So about the... uh, they're at about 23. the 23-yard line, and so they are way back in the hole now. Yeah, you cannot afford. I mean, and again, you just can't have you can't have good plays then get pulled back because you haven't had any good plays all day. Yeah, that is so true, and that's what's happened though, thus far. Again, the race formation balls in the center of the field. Rockway moving from our right to our left right now. Fox back to pass again, and he's had time to throw the ball. And uh, he is flushed out of the pocket this time. He finds a man open at the uh, 38-yard line. And he's across midfield, across the 40, across the 35. And it looks like he will go all the way. And so Brock Ray will score with 7.15 remaining here in the first half. Oh, Doherty had some speed there. And that is uh, Doherty. Doherty number yeah. 11 is Doherty. He's a freshman, I might remind you. He wow. is fast. He's he was moving. Speed. Wow. And so a quick... Uh, a uh, throw pass away to the far sideline, actually, and uh, he does the rest. Oh, 76 yards. Yeah, that, so the, 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 there's there's the big strike there that we kind of didn't expect. You, and you call it. I mean, they're not going to get the, the running game's not going to be going for them. They they are certainly defensively uh, geared for that. Uh, is uh, Red Bank and Dockery will not only score the touchdown, he will score the extra point. And so with uh, 7:15 remaining. In the first half, it's 21 to 7 in favor of Red Bank Valley, and we'll be back with Red Bank Valley. Or I'm sorry, the Brockway kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rover football. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport and Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. <clears throat> okay, we're back, and so a little excitement for the uh, hometown fans here tonight as the uh, freshman Doherty took the ball for about 76 yards for a touchdown, and then came back and kicks the extra point. I did. I didn't realize he was that fast. I thought somebody yes. lit a firecracker under him because he was moving. Yes, yes, and so and he'll, he'll be back for three more years. Pasarczyk yeah. is back for one more, so they've got some good kids coming back mm-hmm. and some good freshmen this year. You know, we've got to talk about Decker also. Maddox Decker was a 6'4", 215 freshman. Mm-hmm. So far, you know, they, he's had a move into tackle, so we haven't seen him at tight end. There's an onside kick, and that's going to be taken uh, by uh, number 54, Ball's knocked out of his hands from behind, but it's going to go out of bounds at about the 23-yard line. And so Brockley came out, tried the onside, hoping they could get it, but uh, it was returned by Red Bank all the way down to the uh, 20, I think the 23-yard line of Brockway. So, yeah, good good idea, but you've got to have somebody account for <laughs> the receiver if he gets the ball. Yeah, I mean, somebody gonna, ran past it. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going to fool. It's going to fool folks, but uh, now you've placed them in a position where they can put another one on the board yeah. before this halftime. It's 7-12 on a stop clock right now, but uh, Red Bank has a, has a lead by 27-7. to uh, to 7. 21. Or 21, rather. 
to uh, to oh, seven. Your your view is blocked of the well, scoreboard. Yeah, it is by about uh, <laughs> several about two feet of uh, structure here. Okay, uh, there is Myers going off, or Myers off the left side. Is still on his feet as he gets down near the 15-yard line. So he'll pick up uh, several on that uh, on that play. But uh, still uh, not to line of game. But uh, about seven, give him about seven or eight yards on that run. So they are going to be down knocking on the door again here, Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess the benefit here is that you're, you've got a shorter field to work with. But, again, with this kind of zone defense, these speedy receivers, and the line's been given the quarterback time to throw. It's just a matter of time before you get into a spot. Yeah, second and three, second and three now from the 16-yard line. I look for somebody to slice across that middle like they did before. Mm-hmm. And uh, back to pass is Wagner. And looking for there's that slant pass, and uh, it was just uh, out of the reach of the receiver. Mm-hmm. And, and so you yeah. feel like one of these times he's going to hit on that, and it's going to be a big gain because there's nobody over there, and it's just been overthrown a couple times. That's right. So, but they, at the same time, if if Brockway can hold them here, that's a big stand for them. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal defensively mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, so it's going to be a third down, about three now. Ball is at about the 16-yard line as the uh, Red Bank Valley. Bulldogs move from our left to our right. Wagner on a roll to the near side, looking for a receiver there, but uh, no good. So now we have an interesting call at a fourth down from the same place. Fourth down and three from the 16-yard line with 621 remaining here in the first half. Looks like they might be going for a field goal. They brought in a big different personnel grouping. Well, it looks that way, and the kid's got a leg. If uh, It's the same one I saw warming up before the game. He's got plenty of leg to, uh, to hit this as he'll hit it some, from somewhere around the a 23-yard line, so it'll be a 33-yard field goal from here. Good opportunity for him to practice kicking, you know. Absolutely. Okay, let's see what he can do. Ball is down, and ball is up. Plenty of leg, and it is no good, though, and so it's 6-15 remaining in the half. It's still 21-7 to in favor of the Bulldogs, so uh, good stance that time, you know, for the Rovers to keep them out of the end zone. Yeah, 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 and I mean, you wonder what Red Bank would do if, if it was different circumstances in a different game. But I mean, a good opportunity for them to to see what a you know kicking situation is. And uh, but for Brockway, you know, who's who's in it, to, they want to win this game. Um, great opportunity here now. If they can make something happen before halftime and get it into a one-score game, then you've got to think that Brockway is going to be. You know, their their emotions are going to be a little different than they were before. Okay, can we see an 80-yard touchdown? Ball's on the 20-yard line. Brockway in their own territory right now. They'd like to get another one before the half and make this thing really competitive as Fox is back to pass. He's got time looking downfield, and he's got a man open who makes the catch, and he's still on his feet. And that is Doherty. So Doherty's having himself a game here mm-hmm. as the freshman is doing a job out there as he makes a catch at the 46-yard line. He is down, and it's another star trucking first down. Yep, exactly what Brockway needs to do. They need to stretch the field here to get, uh, I guess, you know, Red Bank still not backing up at all, but you need to get them to back up because that will open your running game up. Okay, here's their uh, ace of their double slot formation ball. Near side hash. Back to pass is Fox. Looking to throw downfield and uh, gets the pass off but throws it out of bounds. So had nowhere to go that time, and it's out of bounds. I think he wanted to throw to the far sideline again, but uh, mm-hmm. the defense was there. So you're not going to fool them too often. Yeah, they had uh, the, they didn't really have any deep field concepts over here, and the, the, the safety popped over 
to help double cover. I don't know who that was. Number That was uh, Crawford on the far side. Okay, so we have a second down and 10 now from the 46-yard line. Rovers right now here in front of us at the four-yard line. Coil to the uh, near side or the left side of Fox right now. Slot to the near side. And uh, back to pass is Fox again. He's getting rushed down there by several people and will throw it out of bounds again. So I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to do. They've got a short field to the near side, and the uh, Fox is being forced to run to the near side. There's not much room for receivers to get, you know, to work over here on this near sideline. Yeah, I, I didn't see. They only had one receiver over there, too, so I couldn't really tell. if they, You'd think maybe they would try and drive the safety deep and then have some sort of a, a deep crossing route, but there was nobody over there to to be the second person. Well, you know, it, it's a situation where the, the defense knows there's nowhere else for him to go with the ball because he's rushing hard mm-hmm. to the near sideline. can't throw it to the other side of the field. He can't mm-hmm. throw it to the middle of the field. So, you know, he's had to dump it off. So we've got a third down and 10 now from the same place, the 46-yard line. Back to passes Fox again and throwing it out there, and it is tipped oh. off and uh, no good. So that's going to bring up a fourth down and 10 from the 46-yard line and a punting situation again. Yeah, good coverage. That's a, unfortunate there for, uh, was that Brubaker who was out there? He's, or not, that was Pasarczyk. He's 5'11", and the defensive back who was covering him there is 6'3". So he, and he's got long arms. Yeah, a little bit of a mismatch there, but to, just except for that one time, uh, Brockway receivers have not been running alone. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they've been pretty well covered. So, mm-hmm. okay, here comes our punt at the uh, 5'30 mark here in the first half. And that, again, is Doherty. He does the kicking, too, and it's going to bounce. He's got a good bounce on this one. It's going to go inside the 10, and it's going to be about at the 7 or 8-yard line. We're going to call it the 8-yard line, and so the Bulldogs will have have it from there, and we'll see what they can do with uh, 519. We know they could do a lot with it mm-hmm. in 519. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's hope that the uh, Brockway defense is up to it and can keep the back here in the hole, and we'll find out. Now, next week, Jared, you're going to be with me again. Correct? Oh, yeah. And yeah. we're going to be at Cameron County next week in Emporia. And so we're not sure what that one is going to be like, but uh, we're going to bring there, bring, be there to bring you all of the uh, all the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cameron County's up there, middle of nowhere. Where it's, you it is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that, yeah. You've got to go about a half hour each direction to mm-hmm. get to anywhere. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, I'm hoping that you can get there from someplace because we're, we're, we have to be there. Okay, first down and 10, and there's the handoff to uh, Byers, and he gets dropped right at the line of scrimmage. Johnny, Johnny Verichetti, nice tackle. Johnny Verichetti. In fact, he will not get to the line of scrimmage, and they're going to mark it way back there. I'm a little surprised back just inside the, I think the five-yard line or close to the five-yard line. And so they have a second down now and about 13 yards to go, and they are in their hole. They've got a trip to the far side this team. This time, a one split to the near side as they move from our left to our right. Wagner back to pass, and he's going to throw it. A high one out here to receiver. Oh, and off his fingertips is number 17, and he wishes he had that one back. Yeah. And uh, that is uh, George again, Ashton George, senior, 6'1", 180. And the ball was there, well thrown. And I look at Wagner back there. He's not worried about getting no. touched, is he? I mean, he just no. stands back there, and he, and he just said, okay, I'm just going to wait. And, and he threw that ball long before that receiver ever broke free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, comfortable yes. stance back there. Yes, and I can say that with authority that Fox is not very comfortable <laughs> back there. Okay, so we have a third down 13 now. And uh, Wagner back to pass again, and he's being rushed back there but cannot be tackled and is going to run out of bounds at about the 
four-yard line, and so Ooh, a funny situation. Safety. Almost a safety there. Almost a safety. Yeah, but he is slick. I mean, he's a hard yeah. kid to bring down. He's very confident. It's kind of like you said, you're not going to tackle me. I don't care where you are. You're not going to take me down. But that would have been a safety. It would have been a very important safety. But uh, not to be, but there is a punting situation. So the defense uh, has uh, stood the test. Masarchi is going to be back here at about, his, about the uh, 45-yard line of uh, Red Bank Valley. The punter is standing right at the pretty close to the end line there in the end zone. Hopefully he fields us because he can make something happen. So if, let's see if he shanks it, but he does. It's very, very high. Pasach is going to call for a fair catch and makes the fair catch at about the 42-yard line. And so Rockway will have it, 429 remaining in the half. So they've got an opportunity. Let's see what they can do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the, the, they did a good job of flipping the field position last time around there with a nice punt. Uh, now, like I, you know, we were talking about this off air. I think Fox needs to, he needs to, you always want your quarterback to stay in the pocket and, and be able to make a nice throw out of the pocket. But for him, his success has really been when he's been able to come out of the pocket and force a defensive back to come up, make a decision whether he's going to cover him or come up. And he does, and then Fox is just able to dump it dump it off because they're playing man coverage, so there's nobody around him. Okay, we got trips on our side this time. One split to the far side. Ball's in the middle of the field. Fox is back to pass at his 50-yard line. He's standing. We'll move forward and start running to the near side. So he's going to run this time, and he's going to be out of bounds somewhere down here at about the uh, 32-33 yard line. And so that will move the sticks. I mean, another start trucking first down. And that's something that I think that Fox hasn't done enough of this year yeah. is to take the opportunity when you've got a lot of green grass, go ahead and run. He must have heard you about him feeling comfortable because it looked like that was the first time that he was comfortable in the box, just kind of sitting back there. Yeah, uh, you're right. So, and I, I think, you know, I'm in his head. I'm in his head. <laughs> this is actually, you're, you're talking to him. He's hearing the about. broadcast, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, nobody knows that but us, so keep it to yourself. <laughs> Okay, this is a first down and 10 from the 32-yard line. Rovers have it in the uh, Bulldog territory. Hand off to Quello off the left side. He's going to hit almost immediately there, and it's going to be George with the uh, tackle. And so it's going to be a loss of perhaps one yard, and so it's going to bring up a second down and 11 for the Rovers. And again, back behind the sticks, they go again. Yeah, you know, watching Red Bank's defense and how aggressive they are, I, I don't, I mean, again, I'm just kind of making up plays off of what I see, but it'd be really nice if they had a read option here where Fox could just pull it and run with it. Yeah, yes. They don't do that kind of thing. Okay, again, ace formation, double slot formation, ball near side hash. Back to passes, Fox being rushed back there and has man open, and uh, that is... Number, Colton Kale? No, that's number three is Kale. Kale, yeah. So we have a Kale just like they have a Kale. Yeah, I, was, I, I, thought I, was, I thought I was saying the wrong name there. They're probably related, too. And that's a start trucking first down, and so Kale was sitting there wide open. They just forgot about him. Well, that was another instance there where Fox was able to get out of the pocket and get the attention on him yep. and then just find an open receiver sitting yeah. there. Yeah, and he's, he better get used to that because that's probably what's going to happen all night long. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a first down and 10 from the 17-yard line. So the Rovers have an opportunity here. Slot to the far side. Ball's near side hash mark. Trips to the near side again. Fox is back to pass again. He's got time. And looking for a man in the end zone. The catch is made. And let's see who that is down there. Number 11. Is that Doherty again? Doherty, yeah. Wow, the freshman's playing a game tonight. And so with 3.05 remaining in the half, Rockway will score. Fox to Doherty, the freshman. Boy, 
And he jumped up for that. How could he ate his Wheaties today? Yeah, he was, he was behind the defender, and the defender had good position. He was in front, and the Doherty just went up and took it. And now he gets a chance to kick the extra point. And so he, he can't have all 14 points in this game, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty unusual, I think. Okay, and, and he, uh, you know, he's, he's just been a tremendous freshman, and they've got a several like that. Okay, that snap was bad that time. And so uh, the extra point is no good. The ball got off low. So with 3.05 remaining in the first half, it's 21-13 to 13 in favor of the Bulldogs. But look out for the Rovers. And we'll be back with the Rover kickoff in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay. So far, it's been the uh, Doherty show here, the freshman. But I'll tell you what, this is not a little freshman uh, here. This kid is six foot tall, 190 pounds. So he's, he's not a little guy, and he can run. It's really exciting as a coach when you see freshmen step up like that and play and play very well because you, you know you've got a lot of optimism for the next three years after. That, this exactly year. right. Their their junior high team is undefeated again so far this year. They were undefeated last year, but you can see why. And he might know. he might be that kid that steps in to take. Uh, I can't remember the kid from last year. The real good player from Carlson. Carlson, yeah. yeah. He's, he's kind of step stepping up to take that position. Yeah, kind of built kind of built that way. Okay, here comes that onside kick again. And let's see who gets it. Brockway uh, thinks they got it, but the official says no. No, no, they switched it. They switched the official, called it the wrong direction, so Brockway has it. At least so far, we do have a little bit of a discussion out there. And it looked like everybody from Brockway, it, it was, uh, we'll try to describe this, but on the kickoff, all Brockway players were, were tight. You know, the like kickoff team tied together like a yeah. scrum formation, and they just, you know, the, uh, the kicker was ahead of that scrum. He's not a little kid either for a soccer player. He's a big kid, and so he kind of led the way, and uh, so Brockway comes up, and that was Aiden Wilcox, by the way. So Brockway, and he's a sophomore, it was like a, with like the ball. A, it was like a charge into battle where it, it did, the ball yeah. was kicked in there, but it was running with their arms up. Yeah, it did. So that's something brand new that we haven't seen from Brockway. <laughs> One of those things you only do kind of once in a season maybe. I don't yeah. know, but... Good so, time for it, right? Wonderful time yeah. for it. So it's a first down now and 10. Ball's at the 49-yard line of the Rovers. So they've got time with 3.03 remaining here. Slot to the far side and near side. On the field. Uh, Fox is back to pass. Looking downfield. And uh, I think the catch is made down there. And that's Masarchuk goes wow. up between two defenders and makes the catch. And that's another start. Working first down. And the ball is down there around the... Uh, 15-yard line, and so just outside the 15-yard line and a first down. So right now, I'll tell you what, the uh, the playmakers are making the plays yeah. because those balls are thrown into coverage. Double coverage. That was double coverage. Double coverage, yeah. right? And so the receivers are just, just you know, it's, it's hard to explain right now, but they are playing outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. And We're so, riding the momentum, definitely. Oh, they sure do. Uh, so first down and 10 from the 16-yard line. Can the Rovers do it again? There's a pass across the middle, and it's caught. And that's caught by Crawford. And uh, 
There was that slant pass into the middle of the field where nobody was, and Crawford makes the catch. He's a senior at the one-yard line, so it's a first down and goal for the uh, for the Rovers. And that's where you know the time where you you wish you made that extra yeah. point, right? Yeah. So they have to go for two, you know, when it comes right down to it. Should they score a touchdown? But that's the first order of business. Okay, we've got a tight formation now, a T formation in the backfield. And so we know what they're going to do here. Uh, it's something that they, they like to do. And uh, that uh, is a, going to be a touchdown. I can't see who that was that scored. Lights are going off and on, so I didn't see that. I don't know if you saw it yet no. or not. Uh, it's like uh, Was it Masarczyk? Yep. Uh, so Masarczyk will score from one yard away with two minutes left in the first half to make it 21-19. to 19. And so the Rovers have come alive. Talk about a tale of two quarters. And wow. I, right, and I'll tell you, even though they've been behind the sticks so much and they've, they've shot themselves in the foot, they've turned the ball over a couple times, and now here they are, you know. So uh, they are going to uh, go for two, and so they are still in that formation, that T formation. So let's see if they have something that they can pull out of this that won't be that run. That and Aiden, it is. Aiden and it's Patton, and he is in. He is in. So that is going to be a two-point conversion. So with uh, two minutes remaining in the first half, it's 21 to 21. And so don't go away. You will be back in 30 seconds with the uh, Rockway kickoff. You're listening to Sun 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and this place is electric right now. Uh, and uh, they're in that they're in that T formation again. But you might think you're not going to run this twice in a row. You mm-hmm. know, the defense was certainly prepared for it, and they put uh, Patton in the freshman quarterback, and he fakes that and rolls to his near side, to our near side here, and uh, and they get the two point conversion. Yeah, yeah nice <laughs> yeah. little bootleg by him out yeah. of there, and yeah. Now, now as Brockway, you've got two minutes left, so. Yeah, and the, the confidence you put in that yeah, freshman, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, 21-21, and we got we got a good game going on here. Yeah. It didn't look like it was no, going to be that way, did it? seven or eight minutes ago, we would have just said, oh, this is kind of what we expected. But. Yeah, yeah. So the momentum definitely, definitely is on the side of Brockway right now. So now they really can't afford to make mm-hmm. mistakes. You know, yeah. they need to keep the momentum before going into halftime. Mm-hmm. Got two minutes before the half, and here comes the uh, normal kickoff now. It's high. to be taken down there at about the 15-yard line. And it looks like uh, number 12 is Klaus. That's Klaus, and he's a big, fast kid. And he comes to the uh, near sideline and out of bounds. And so a good return, though, as it's going to be out near near midfield at the, I think, about the, let's see, where are they going to put it down, at the 48-yard line? Official's still carrying the ball, so I can't tell you where he's going to put it. The 44 is where they're looking to Yeah, I thought it. It, he, he wasn't quite out that far. So 44-yard line, so first and 10 from there. And, of course, plenty of time on the clock. We've got uh, 153, but right now 21-21, and uh, the momentum definitely on the side of Rockway mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, you, but you got to make sure now you don't do not do anything dumb. Yes. Uh, don't, don't get yourself and play out of your position. Okay, trips this time. 
definite passing formation. Trips to the far side, and we have a slot to the near side. So the only one in the backfield is Wagner. And he will be back to pass at his 35-yard line, being rushed back there. And he is down at the 35. As coming off the edge is... 55. Number 55, and that, uh, Jay, that is Jay Weary. Weary. Yeah. He didn't look very weary that time, did he? Well, when you know when, when you get the momentum like this, you play just a little bit different than you do when you're down 21-0. Well, we had a hole too, though. And the thing is declined, so back at the 35-yard line where the ball carrier Wagner was taken down by Weary. So second down and 19 yards to go now for, uh, and they are for a change, yeah. getting behind the sticks, Yeah. which is refreshing. Yeah. Okay, so they've got uh, the jet motion here, and he's going to hold up and be the uh, halfback back there next to, uh, and the handoff will be given to him, and uh, he's got speed too. Another penalty. Uh, yeah. That is uh, nice longer. Uh, he is a senior, 5'11", 168. Flag is down again and again in the holding, in the holding area. So let's see what uh, what that is as the flag is right around the uh, 38-yard line. It's going to be another hold, and so. We'll see what the, the coach is going to do here, but uh, another hold by, and this is cannot be something that is normal for a team that is eight and zero to have these penalties. Yeah, well, but you know, most of the season they really haven't been tested at all. So this is an opportunity where they're facing adversity, and they're they're starting to. to I'm not going to say they're going to unravel. They're not. They're not the type of team, but. You know they they're not used to having adversity go against them. Yeah, that is true. And, and the, the other side of it is we'll see what kind of team Brockley is, and you know, playing a team like this. And so far they've been up to the challenge. Trips the near side now. Wagner way back behind the sticks with a second down and 26 yards to go right now. Quick pass out to the far side. That's a big guy as Klaus, and he is going to be knocked out of bounds over there. In fact, almost into the bench. This is going to be an unsportsman or a roughing, whatever they call it, but. I don't understand that. He, I don't either. He let off of him. Yeah, I mean, when you see that white under your feet, you know, that strip of white is there for a reason. And uh looked like the tackler just kept, you know, kept pushing him. And so the flag, and it's right at the uh, Red Bank bench as well. So Unless maybe it's a sideline warning? I can't. Oh, personal wow. foul, yeah. 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 Going to be against Brockway, that, that so. It's a bad call. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that one, but it's going to be stepped off against uh, Brockway, so. This, this is going to hurt. This could mm-hmm. this could be big. This could be big, you know, right now with uh, Brockway having the momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of changes your philosophy of what you do now with your timeouts because uh, well, I don't know that it's still going to be uh, it'll be a first down. Not quite. Nope. So third and two. So you're still you're still in good position. They have to get the first down. Yep. The ball's going to be inside the 50 though at the. Uh, about the 47-yard line of the Rovers. As you said, third down and two. Slot, or trips near side. Back to passes Wagner. He's got time. Looking way downfield. He's got a man wide open down there. And the uh, ball is in and out of his hands. I mean, the ball was a little bit late. But uh, still, you know, the ball is in and out. I mean, even an old man like me might have caught that. Yeah, it was late throw, but he he had a step on the defense, and it went. It's one of those where you kind of are waiting so long that you start to hear the footsteps catching up on you. Yeah, he he had more than one step. <laughs> that was a nice throw, though. Yeah. Well, and uh, a flag on the play. Pass interference on that play. 
Wow. That's going to be a star trucking first down for for Red Bank Valley. I'm not sure how you have pass interference when you were beat. I, I don't know. You know. Uh, oh, too questionable. Unless calls. you had your hand on his arm when the ball, before the ball got there, which could have been the situation because the defender did catch up. Well, we do have a, hand, a timeout on the field, but we're going to keep it right here for the uh, for the moment. But anyway, the two two big penalties on yeah. this series right before the half, you know, and uh, Brockway has had, had the momentum. So now it's going to be a first down for the uh, you know, for the Bulldogs, and the ball is going to be inside the 40-yard line at the 38-yard uh, line. Yeah, strange. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess we weren't over on that side of the field, but. Yeah, that'd been a kind of a field. That's the only thing I can think of is he reached out at the last minute before the ball got yeah, there. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay, right back the pass, though, and uh, has some time. Being rushed now, throwing it downfield, and uh, there better not be a flag on that one because the receiver just tripped over the <laughs> over his own feet, it looked like. So it'll be up a second down and 10 now. Ball still at the 38-yard line. We have... 114 remaining here. This will be a tremendous stop for the Rovers. I think you stop them mm-hmm. right here and get that ball back. And going this halftime at uh, Nodder to 21. Yeah, we need to get the clock clock moving. And we do under a game of two halves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, do, we do get that. So, But uh, right now, the Rovers looking pretty good. There's a pass out over the head of number 17. That is George. Tough to overthrow him. He's 6'1". Well, yeah, I know. Arms. He's lanky. And so I, I think when I see what the Bulldogs is, they're kind of shook up right now, don't you think? Mm-hmm. They're rattling well, a little bit. Not only that, but Brockway's playing with a, a fuse lit underneath them now, like a new life, because uh, some of these plays that they weren't making in the first half when they were down by a couple scores, now they're making. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it goes both ways there. Okay, so we have a, a third down and 10 from the 38-yard line for the uh, Bulldogs. <clears throat> Ball far side hash marks, a slot far side near side. Byers is right next to him and uh, looking to pass and a man open at the uh, 25-yard line and that ball is uh, caught and that is uh, Hoffman and that will move the chains so it'll be a first down and 10. Now they'll start talking first down. They're going to put the ball down at the 29-yard line. I'm sorry, the 24-yard line. And so the, you know, the clock is moving, 55 on a running clock right now. Looking to pass his Wagner again. He's being flushed out of the pocket and being pursued there and will throw the ball away. There's no receiver in the area, so I would like to think that they would that he was outside the pocket, so And I think that they've I think they've taken that rule out this year. Oh, have they? I don't think there's yeah, intentional ground. Yeah, anymore. I didn't see that. Well that saves the quarterback again in a way, I guess, but I could be wrong with that. But anybody was well well outside the pocket and at that point I don't know. But uh, in any case it brings up a Second down and 10, ball at the 24, 45 seconds remaining here in the first half. 21 to 21, our score. Trips to the far side this time. Wagner looking to pass. Got all day back there as he can run around and be being forced now. And uh, he's going to uh, slip through everybody still on his feet as he get down near the, uh, near the line of gain. And how many opportunities were there to tackle him on that play? There's a lot, but, I mean, there's also a reason that he has as many touchdown passes and is as elusive as he is. I mean, he's he's a good athlete. He, he definitely is. He makes people miss. And so, uh, well, we got a time on the field with uh, just 31 seconds remaining here. We're going to take a 30-second break, and we'll be back 
Right after this, you're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rubber football. When you need a tux or just a suit. Formal wear. For a wedding. Prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance. Any important occasion, look your best. With the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop. Including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress. All the accessories, like shoes. And shirts, suspenders. Dry cleaning and alterations, too. For tuck fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop. West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. JoesTuckShop.com. Go, Go Rovers. Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are we are back, and uh, you're laughing over there. I'm not sure exactly why, because we had a little trouble hearing each other. But uh, in any event, uh, the, the situation is this. We've got 31 seconds remaining here in the first half. The Bulldogs are in uh, Rover territory at their 15-yard line with a third down and one. So this is a big series for the uh, defense for the Rovers right now with our score at 21-21 mm-hmm. and just before the half. So the uh, the issue of momentum is a big deal here. Mm-hmm. So let's see what, uh, what happens as we have trips to the near side for the Bulldogs. Ball's way over there on the far side hash mark. Wagner will kind of dance around back here looking for somebody open. Ball is tipped. And is it caught? No. And so a nice job there defensively as that ball is tipped by a defensive back. And uh, so uh, good play there. If he would have picked that off, I'm not sure how fast he is, but there was nobody else over there. Oh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of green turf. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would have been a first down had he caught it. So fourth down and one now. And so will we see a field goal? I don't know. It doesn't look like it at this point on a fourth down and one. So this is the defensive player, the play of the game so far for the uh, for the Rovers. Let's see what happens. Wagner back to pass. We have a dead ball foul here, I believe. So it's false start. That moves him back. So five-yard penalty against uh, Red Bank. And so I think, you know, I think we can say he might be a little rattled here at this point. Yeah, and this this is really good for Brockway because now this kind of takes out the possibility of a run. Now you're now you're pretty well geared on you have to defend the pass here. Okay, so here we go. We have uh, 25 seconds remaining. It is a fourth down and six to go now for a first down. Trips to the near side. Can the Rovers pull it off here? We will see very, uh, very soon. We do have a blitz coming and a pass across the middle. And it is uh, it is caught. And so it's Klaus with a catch with uh, 20 seconds remaining in the first half. And it's very difficult to defend, you know, a pass like that when he gets inside the defense. Well, and we talked about that earlier. That pass is, that was there every single time. And it was just a matter of time before he got the time to get a nice clean pass off. Yeah, it makes you wonder how many times did they do that this year when the quarterback mm-hmm. had 33 TD passes coming mm-hmm. into the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here comes the extra point. With 20 seconds remaining here in the half, the ball is down, it is up, and it is good. And so with uh, 20 seconds remaining, it's 28-21 to 21 in favor of the... Bulldogs from Red Bank Valley, and we'll be back with the Bulldog kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rubber football. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatment and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rovers. 
The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we've got uh, 20 seconds remaining here before the half. Uh, a score by the uh, Bulldogs makes it 28 now to uh, 21, and uh, so the momentum goes swings back once again. Yeah, I'd like to think that Brockway still is riding momentum because they they scored quickly, and I mean that last one that wasn't like a gimme. That was a that well, was a hard. They worked ride. for it. Yeah, you're right. They did. They worked for it, and so the coaches could say, "Hey, you know what? We can play with these guys." Okay, ball's gonna be taken down there on the 15 yard line. And uh, Pisarczyk has it. It's still on his feet, but too many people to get away from, and so he's going to be brought down there. Uh, Ford Progress of the 30-yard line with just 12 seconds remaining. So I think we'll probably see a knee here, don't you think? Yeah, probably. You don't want to – I mean, you don't – the way they're playing, you don't know what could happen. Maybe you throw throw one up deep, but you definitely don't want to give up something over the middle where it can be intercepted and returned for another touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. So – Looks like the formation is going to be tight. Looks like it's going to be the victory formation, as they say. We'll call it the before-the-half formation. So Brockway is just going to, I think, uh, take a knee here, and that will be the end of the first half. So Fox will get the snap, take the knee, and that will be the end of one. And so at the end of one, it is Red Bank Valley, the Bulldogs, 28, the Brockway Rovers, 21. And we'll be back. After this two-minute timeout, you're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro & Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro & Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Brockway football, Clyde Ferraro & company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC-CPA.com. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RBIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealer. Since 1968. Hi, I'm Jenny, the manager over at your Big Deals online store. Did you know that when you shop locally, 83 cents of that dollar stays in town? Local businesses are the lifeblood of our community, and that's why you should shop your Big Deals online store. Dozens of gift certificates to local businesses, all in one convenient place. Shop local from the convenience of your home or smartphone. Visit DuboisBigDeals.com. So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone? GlassTownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back at halftime. Our score 28-21 to 21 in favor of Red Bank Valley. And I think for many people uh, that are, are listening, it's a little bit of a surprise because it started off very well, you know, for the Rovers. Behind the sticks a whole lot. They lost uh, two fumbles. And, of course, uh, it was both 
mistakes were capitalized on by the uh, Red Bank Bulldogs. And But the Rovers came back in the second period. It was quite different than the first period. And a great job by the uh, the young freshman. I'll tell you what, he had, he's had a great game so far, and that is uh, Caleb Doherty. And uh, Caleb, uh, with both touchdowns and, uh, and the extra points as well, you know, uh, and except for the last touchdown, of course, he had the first two touchdowns, but touchdown, of course, by, uh, you know, by Crawford. But I'll tell you what, uh, what a great job by the freshman. And uh, he's just playing a great game as he has uh, in, the, in the last several games. So I just want to remind you, uh, while we're waiting for uh, Jared to, uh, to come back, uh, Swift Kennedy Insurance, one of our sponsors, uh, Clyde Ferrero and Company, New Water Service, Ferrero Cluck and Ferrero, George Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Femmer Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Glastown Pizza, the Little Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, there's Shetty Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and uh, and Tire. And I want to remind you that uh, new sponsor this year, Blackway Big Hit. Uh, and I uh, want to remind you if your car gets hit, time to contact Jim's Custom Collision. Jim's Custom Collision has been making friends by accident for close to 50 years. And uh, other special sponsors tonight, our first downs. Uh, this first, uh, first downs are brought to you by Star Trucking of Reynoldsville, now hiring for all positions. Apply at startrucking.com. And now our play of the game. The play of the game is brought to you by Insano and Malolo, attorneys at law, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate. And drive of the game. The drive of the game is brought to you by uh, Fran Brelli Sales and Service, the home of 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty, offering a great selection of clean-use vehicles. Sack of the game. The sack of the game is brought to you by Brockway Appliance. Earning customers one sale at a time. Offering great deals on major brand appliances. Fast delivery or service that continues after installation. Our halftime show. The halftime show is brought to you by Rogas uh, Auto Sales. You go to used car dealer in uh, your go-to uh, used car dealer in Brockway. Uh, bad credit, no credit, no problem. They service in detail to Rogas Auto Sales. Of course, our coin toss toss is brought to you by NDL Accounting Services in Brockway. Don't leave your financial future up to chance. Time's out this time. The time's out are brought to you by Coffee Break, uh, brought to you by uh, by the Sunrise uh, Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and uh, local art in downtown Brockway. Player of the game, of course, later on will be sponsored by Spitzer Dubois in St. Mary's. Well, Jared, quite a a difference from the first quarter to the uh, second quarter, would would you say? Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, I think we both kind of maybe thought this game was going to get a little out of hand. And, uh, you know, we've said about Brockway all year, they can make things happen quickly. And uh, a couple big plays down the field, a couple short fields by Red Bank, and here it is, just down by one. Yeah, so I'll tell you what, if you if you happen to be Jake Heigl, you go in the locker room and you say, you know what, you guys, uh, we are in this. Uh, some some great plays, as you suggested, they had to make up for some miscues in this game. Now, at, one has to think what what would have been the case if they had not had those miscues, if they had not had those two turnovers, mm-hmm. if they had not been behind the sticks a lot in the first period. It might, have, might be a whole different thing here at halftime, but they did come back in that second half, and so I'm sure that Coach Heigl is in the locker room giving them that kind of, you know, uh, encouragement that, hey, you guys, do you realize that you can play with this team? Yeah, not only can you play with this team, but this other team is not used to having this happen. And you can see that not only are we playing better, they're playing worse because they don't know how to handle stuff like this. They don't, they don't have things like this happen to them during the season. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because uh, here's a team that was scoring 55 points a game. Now think about that, 55 points per game and allowing 10. So they were used to going into halftime, you know, with a score, you know, just, uh, you know, one score game. And uh, so uh, they're, uh, and I'm sure that they're, you, you could see it. I mean, you could see it. If, if folks at home that are listening could see it, you could see the, the, the change in momentum. You could see that one side was starting to, to kind of look at each other like, what you know, what are we doing? I mean, they were making mm-hmm. mistakes they probably have not made most of the year. And uh, so they're starting to get behind the sticks instead of the other way around. And now the Rovers, you could see like somebody pumping air in a balloon. I mean, they're starting to believe in themselves. And, and you know, as an athlete and as a coach, that you have to believe in what you can do. Mm-hmm. And you come out with some heart. And uh, so this is what we saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I've, you've always preached it. And, and I guess you hear people say, I'll give 110%. You can't really give 110%. You can give 100%. And, and that's even hard to do. So... Uh, you know, I'm not going to say that Brockway was given 110%, but they gave a much higher percentage than maybe what they were when they were down by two scores and they were starting to think this is going to be a blowout. And, and that is a real thing, you know, and that's what's what's beautiful about sports is you get to see things like that, and and, uh, and it is a real thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. And what a great uh, platform for uh, talking about leadership. I mean, there's no replacement for it. And, and this team, you know, we're talk, speaking of the Rovers now, they, they've got leadership on that team. And I know that a lot of folks in, on the coaching staff talk about Quello, that this guy practices harder than anybody, and he's a leader on the team. And yeah, so you need to you need to have that positive attitude on the field. When things aren't going well, you need somebody out there to say, get your head up. I, I talked to, to Jake about that uh, today. I said, you know, when I was coaching, and I, of course, I was coaching offense, I was coaching quarterbacks and so forth, and uh, I would tell a quarterback, Probably every day, you do not have the luxury to ever put your head down. Mm-hmm. Never. You never have that luxury. You don't want to see a, a quarterback especially putting his putting his head down. And, and Coach Judge said, yeah, I mean, I, we try to get that across to our players as well. And i got to say that, you know, when they were struggling tonight, I didn't see any of that out there. Yeah, and, and it starts from the top down. I remember coaching Jake when he was in high school, and he was one of those players. He was one of those leaders uh, that didn't let people put their heads down so it's not like he's trying to used to doing himself uh and when when you're a player and you see a coach do that and you know that they're not just trying to you know fill you full of smoke that's again it's something that you can really believe in and get behind well yeah i, I mean and, and it's it's a controlled kind of leadership it's not somebody who's bouncing off the wall at halftime you know what i mean <laughs> we've seen that type and we see it in coaches as well you know where they're they're going about half crazy and uh, their kids start to wonder whether they need to call somebody <laughs> to come and uh, take them off somewhere so there's that too but it's it's being under control when you are in a difficult situation being able to take a deep breath and get yourself under control this is what you know what leadership is is all about when everybody around you is losing their head except you i mean you know so there has to be someone like that and if you have several like that even uh, just all the better right mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it's it's funny how you look at high school football and you think it's really not much different for a coach than than parenting if you're screaming at your kid then you, your kid realizes that you've lost control and, and the same as a coach here you can't be out there screaming and ranting because then it, it gives off the appearance that you've lost control and when you come across cool and collected hey we made some mistakes this happened that happened we're going to be fine the players can can 
can take that positivity and that just that calm soundness and get behind it. Yeah, and you you need to make sure, you know, as a parent as well, and you're a parent as well as I am, uh, and that is that uh, you make sure that uh, you are walking the line as well. I mean, so you're not telling your players one thing and then acting in another way yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's we know that's imp- important in the home, just like it is important, you know, when you when you're in a position of, of a coach because you have such a great platform. You know, it's there in front of you. And I've, I always had trouble with coaches that, with a platform that didn't take advantage of it. You know, it, it was always troubling to me. So uh, we've got uh, two teams tonight that uh, will be in the playoffs at this juncture. We don't know exactly what position uh, each will be in. Except, well, we do one. We know that with 8-0, and o, you're going to be in that number one spot in Region mm-hmm. 2. And so we know that uh, Port Alley, or I'm sorry, Red Bank's going to be there. And then Port Allegheny is going to play in the scene as well. They will either be second or third. Mm-hmm. And so a lot depends on what happens tonight. If Brockway should, you know, win this tonight, then it, there's a very good chance they will be in that second spot and Port Allegheny in third. So we have, we only have four teams, I think, that we're talking about right now. Uh, yeah, I think there's a couple teams that, you, I, 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 if I had to guess, if I had my crystal ball, I would say you'll have six teams in the playoff. I think you'll have the three that we talked about tonight. Yeah, we talked we talked about Cattersport. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, Union. Union, of course. Yeah, know, maybe, maybe, auto. And maybe, maybe Auto. Maybe Auto. Yeah, maybe Auto. But sitting at the top of the three teams that, you know, is the Port Allegheny, the Blackways, and, of course, the number one is, yeah. uh, is Red Bank, uh, who will end up playing each other depends on where they will likely end up, you know, and uh, so we'll see what happens, but it is very likely as, and Jake said it this morning in our little conversation this morning that we may end up having to beat both of these teams we may end up having to beat both Red Bank and Port Allegheny before this thing is over. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. Now next week you and I are going to be at Emporium out in the middle of nowhere uh, I and it's uh, it's it's one of those drives that's nice driving there in the daytime. You know, it's a great mm-hmm. view and all that. But the problem is that driving back at night, you know, you're, the elk you're, come out. Well, you're you're praying that you have a hedge of protection around your vehicle to keep the keep the wildlife away from it. You know, that kind of thing. But uh, but one thing too, the the weather has been fantastic this year for football. We have not had bad weather at all. And thankfully, because we did one game outside, and we thanks to you, we had a. We had a covering over our head, but then it turned out we didn't really need it anyway. Yeah, we, we, we would have if we wouldn't have set it up. <laughs> that's probably true, yeah. That's probably true. Well, we've got a uh, band on the field, and uh, that is the uh, Red Bank band out there right now. And so uh, they are doing their thing. There's not many, many people playing, but they make a lot of nice noise out there. So mm-hmm. we're going to take a... Uh, a two-minute break, and then we're going to be back with uh, more here at our halftime. So you can go out and get some uh, some pizza and uh, what, and some coffee. Well, that's a weird mixture. <laughs> yeah, that, that, well, I'm not so sure it's a weird mixture, but uh, uh, that's the value of people have at home, see, and uh, and that's okay. So uh, we'll be back with more right after this two-minute timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Rovers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. 
Verichetti Holdings, LP, which includes Phoenix Sintered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Sintered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, share for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. Fall in Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Rockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year, and that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. Contractor number PA006025. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. We are getting ready here as the Red Bank comes out on the field. They come out a little bit late. Brockway's been out for for a few minutes uh, right now. Our score at halftime 28 to uh, 21. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I mentioned while you were away uh, that. Uh, Folks back at home might be a little surprised by that uh, by that score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to kind of describe for them what kind of took place here in this uh, in this first half. So now we've got one more half to go, and you know we know that, and everybody knows that it's a it's a, a game of two halves, and two halves can be quite different. Just like two two quarters can be quite different, like they were tonight, right? Yeah, it's it's exciting because you know we were talking before at the beginning of the game we weren't quite sure that it was going to be an exciting second half to watch, but uh, it should be now. Uh, yeah, 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 it should be. And one that we did not see injuries in the first half either. That's true. That's that a, that's, true. that's a positive, positive yeah. thing. You don't want, especially at this point in the season, you don't mm-hmm. want to be losing anybody. So uh, that was uh, that was a positive point. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm not. I know we've talked a lot about Brockway uh, from the Red Bank side. This is this is actually a really good opportunity for them. You would think. I, I don't know what type of program they run or what what the coach says to them, but for him, this is that opportunity to go in at halftime and say, "Hey, look, we're a better team than this. We're not playing that great." And this is what happens when you guys let off the gas, just like with, with Colorado uh, when they were playing. Uh, you know, they were up 29 nothing at halftime, and they let off the throttle, and the team came back. So you, you hate to say you've got to, you know, you got to kick them when they're down, but you, you need to kick them when they're down. Otherwise, they'll come back, and it ends up being a one-score football game. Well, yeah, and keep in mind now, uh, these teams are going to be facing quite different teams next week. Uh, you look at the Rovers, they're, they're going to Cameron County. They've had, you know, kind of a, not a great season, but, you know, they haven't, uh, you know they haven't had a, what I would call a bad season either. They've won some games and so forth, but but they're certainly not a Red Bank Valley, right? Uh, but then you look at Red Bank Valley; they're going to go against uh, Central Cambria. 
central clarion or clarion i'm sorry yeah. did i say clarion? Yeah. yeah uh they're going about against the central uh, clarion and uh, we know what they've been doing to everybody this year that's and you know you talk about again like this game what it means to red bank to to even play in and you think of next week the same thing it's one of those do you, do you play and if things start to get out of hand you get your players out of there immediately because you've got bigger and better things and i mean central central clarion's been I mean, they, they haven't been looking back at all with anybody, and it hasn't been close with anybody all season. No. Even Dubois, they they put it to Dubois, what was it, 70 to 0? Oh, 72, I think yeah. nothing or whatever so, it was, yeah. So yeah. that's one of those things where you got to be smart as a coach and realize that you want to have an undefeated season, but you also want to go into the postseason. You can't have an injury to your quarterback. Or I'm sure there's other strategic players on the team that you just can't have injuries to. Well, that that is right because that can uh, change. Now, I mean, it's not quite as bad for a Red Bank uh, as mm-hmm. it might be for a Brockway. So, you know, the, the less numbers you have, I mean, the more injury, injuries become so significant. And so, so far we haven't had them. We hope that's the way it goes for the rest of this game as we're mm-hmm. about ready to get for the kickoff. Brockway, of course, will be kicking off. Uh, from our left to our right, or from the concession stand to the uh, to the creek. I haven't noticed if anybody's sitting up on the uh, on the bank out there tonight, uh, Jared. I don't see anybody out there? There's a nice little breeze out there. Uh, I can't tell it's too dark over there, but yeah. there certainly wasn't the people that there was when it was the Dubois game. <laughs> oh yeah, they were they were really camping out over there, weren't they? But you know, again, I, I don't think a lot of people really expected this to be a game. And that is true. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Okay, here, well, here comes the kickoff as we get ready to begin. <laughs> Quarter number three, 28 to 21 is our score. So let's see what changes, if any, have been made here at halftime. There's an onside kick from the very beginning, and it is going to be, I think, out of bounds before it was even touched. So it's going to be out of bounds at the 39-yard line, I do believe. So, Which really, that didn't didn't really hurt them too bad because they've been giving up returns right about to that point. So why not take it? Yeah, it's not like they're going to get a long you know, return after you know, a kick mm-hmm. like that. So... But they are giving Red Bank the ball at about the 39-yard line. Uh, if the officials stop playing catch out there, I'll find out where they're going to put it. <laughs> In fact, it's going to be out farther than that now. So it's going to be at the 44-yard line. Okay, the, the big guy, that's number 12. That's Klaus. He's coming to the near side this time, and there are two inside him. So they got a trip to the near side, one split to the far side. Widen the back there is kind of had his had time to, to throw the ball tonight but uh, he's going to keep it himself this time and he's going to be taken down and be a loss in the play of about one so I'm not exactly sure what that was supposed to be but uh, we have a Brockway player that's not getting up we just talked about I mean, this way to jinx did he not hear yeah, me yeah he doesn't have his headset wired yeah, he? apparently he doesn't he needs to hook up with the uh, with the QB but uh, he is down I don't know who that is but it's somebody off of the defense, of course. And uh, so, it's, but it's going to bring up a second down now, and uh, 11 for for Red Bank. So we've got a medical timeout here. We're going to take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back right after this message. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport in Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. 
Okay, uh, we uh, <clears throat> we are back. The uh, injured player is that number? Is that zero? Yeah, I think uh, that's or, Carter. Carter Guavillon. Oh, Guavillon. Okay, yeah. all right. So he's he's usually a lineman, but he's got a you know got a was he wearing eight nine? Was zero. He, or zero. Oh, he's wearing zero tonight. Yep. Okay, that used to be Decker's number, but yeah. okay. All right, so it uh, he's uh, walking a little gingerly, but looks like he's going to be okay. So that's uh, that's good to know. So if Grandma and Grandpa are out there, uh, I think he's going to be okay. Okay, so second down and 11 now for Red Bank Valley. Ball is at the 43-yard line, their own 43-yard line. And there is back to passes. Wagner looking out there. Got a man open, and he will make the catch across the 50-yard line to about the 48-yard line of the uh, Rovers, still short of the line of gain because, remember, they had a little farther to go. Yeah, nice play. Is that uh, Crawford over there? Can't quite tell. No, it's not Crawford. I think I would know by now who the corners are. Uh, uh, Quayle is way over there on the far Quayle, side. That must that's, be who it is. That's who, you, that's who you're looking at, yeah. Okay, trips to the near side. Uh, it is going to be a third down and two now. Ball is at the uh, 48-yard line of the Rovers. Wagner calling the signals all the way. He is a sophomore, and he is a good one. Trips to the near side for the Bulldogs. Wagner looking downfield. Got a man open, and it's high and couldn't bring it in. And that is Klaus again. And that has happened several times tonight where Wagner has either thrown out too far or overthrown, and that brings up a fourth down, and that would have been a large gain right there. That ball been lower. Yeah, it seemed like he didn't gather himself and, you know, get his foot. His footwork set. Well, you know, as old as rickety as you are, I think you would have caught that. You would have been up there and caught that. Well, I don't know. I'm not that tall. I might just bounced off my face. Well, but your excellent vertical leap probably would yeah. have made the difference. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fourth down from the 48 now for for the Bulldogs. They're going to punt. They'll kick this thing from about the 40-yard line. Back is Basarczyk. He's standing at his own 10-yard line. No fake that time. is a fake. And that is Hoffman. Uh, and so... They uh, may have made it to the line of gain. It might just be a first down. I think it's going to be. And there is a big play for the uh, for the Bulldogs as they will fake that punt and get the – and that's a good place to do it where they were. I mean, they were actually in a good position to uh, to do that, and that will be a star trucking first down. So they're going to put that ball down at the 40 – I think the 44-yard line of the Rover. So – yeah, it was just, I was, I mean, it's funny when stuff like that happens because I was just going to say this would be a perfect chance to try and fake. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I mean, yeah. they're heading the game. They're in, in rover territory. They've got a potent offense. So why not? And they got it. So trips to the near side. Ball's on the far side hash mark. Bulldogs moving from our right to our left. Looked like there should have been a flag in that yeah, play. false start, but. But I don't think it was called, but it looked to me like it was a false start. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like the ball carrier got about four, and that was uh, Byers got about four on that play, so I'll bring up a second down at about six now for for Red Bank. Trips again to this near side. They're staying in this formation. Klaus is, or I'm sorry, this George has split out far to the far side over there. Yeah. Klaus is to the near side over here. He's wearing number 12, and he's a big kid too. And there's just so much opening over there. You feel like they're going to have to go back to George here again. Well, they, there comes a... Uh, a blitz by uh, Rovers. There's a uh, pitch out now by uh, Wagner, and the ball carrier is out near the line of gain. Drops the ball, but I think it's covered by the uh, Bulldogs. It's a nice little option there. Yeah, an option, a little option play there. And with the talent they have, they could probably run that uh-huh. <laughs> pretty effectively with yeah. Wagner and Byers. You run into a problem with a team like that where you just have so much talent that you have to decide on something that you're going to run. Yeah, I think they should run the uh, wing T strictly. Don't, I don't, don't ever say that again. 
First down and 10. Another star trucking first down. Ball's at the 40-yard line of the Rovers. We're just underway here in the uh, in the third period. The Bulldogs lead it by a score of 28 to 21. Wagner rolling to his near side now to his left. A pass out there. He's got a man open, and he shakes the defender, and uh, he is going to score. And so he will score, and so with uh, 9.54 remaining in the third period, it is a touchdown, and that is Kale once again, and he can move, as we said before. He shook the tackler who had a hold of him, but uh, how did he get free from that, by the way, Mr. Coach? Well, I mean, he... The tackle was a little high, but again, this is we have the luxury of sitting up here. There should have been a holding call because the uh, the defender for Brockway that was coming in was was held and pulled out of the way. Yeah, that but was. But I guess a, that wasn't as, that was wasn't as obvious, I guess. Yeah, well, there is the extra point, and uh, so with uh, 9:54 here left in the third period, it's 35 to 21 in favor of Red Bank Valley. And we'll be back with the Redback Valley kickoff in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Well, Jared, this third period is starting just like the first period started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got to be careful as as Brockway. You can't you can't allow situations to dictate how how you play. Situations out of your hands. So you got to let that go. Come back, and you got to play the way that you finished out the second half. Of the second quarter. Well, certainly a teaching opportunity. Ooh. And that ball, that uh, onside kick is going to be covered there by Hoover. And uh, Jacob Hoover is a junior. He's 6'2", 180. He, he, didn't look like, he doesn't look like he has the hand in, uh, the ball in his hands very often. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't. I'm sure that was kind of a surprise to him. And uh, Reminds me of, uh, we were just talking about him, our buddy Alex Byrne. That, that's when I saw his hands go up. I was like, I'm trying to. <laughs> Yeah, when he caught it, you know, so it's a first down now and uh, 10 for the Rovers. They're back uh, two scores behind as they were in the first uh, in the first period. And so we hope they can turn this thing back around like they did in the in the second period. First down and 10 from their own 43 balls near side hash mark. They've got that double slot of that ace formation. Coelho is to the uh, left side of Fox. So let's see what the Rovers dial up here as go back goes back to Coelho and he's hit almost immediately if not sooner and so he's going to be down with no gain so we'll call it a second down and 10 from the same place the uh, 43 yard line really you know to be to be fair to that we, Brockway certainly hasn't made much out of the running game this game so well, maybe it's something to keep him honest again but you can't you can't expect to to get what you need out of running the football against this team. Well, I, well I, I'll tell you what I think, and I, I would love to see Quello get the ball more out in space where he has a chance to use that quickness. And instead, he's getting surrounded by that defense. has nowhere to go. And here's an outright blitz this time. I mean, they knew it was going to be a, a pass. And so uh, there is a uh, 
no go there as that ball just hits the turf and uh, no one comes up with it close to the defense. Uh, that was Klaus playing defense at that time on the receiver, Pisarczyk, and it was about as close as you could play it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's nothing new. I mean, Braden has a little bit stronger arm this year than he did last year, but that would have been a hard throw, but if he could have got it up over the outside shoulder, he had a step on him. Yeah, yeah, if, when that ball is laying up a little bit, you know, that gives a mm. defense chance to recover a little bit, so... Okay, so we got a third down and 10 now. Ball's still at 43-yard line. They haven't moved the chains at all. And uh, we have a tight slot now on the far side this time. So back to pass is, uh, is Fox again looking through. He's got a lot of time back there. In fact, too much time. Receiver's going to be covered out there unless they come back. And uh, so that ball is thrown out of bounds on that far sideline. So a punting situation now for the Rovers uh, at their own 43-yard line. Yeah, tough situation there for Braden. Uh... That was their, looked like their shallow concept that they they run. It was either shallow or some sort of a, a mesh crosser there. But if he was if he would have been able to roll against the direction that he likes to roll, he had Brubaker out here. Uh, once he started to go up the field, he could have hit him. But, uh, you know, as a left-handed quarterback, you're not going to want to roll the direction you don't want to throw it. No, you really don't, especially when you have a short field on that side, which mm-hmm. he did. You know, there's no place to go. So, okay, so... Here comes our punt, and that's uh, Doherty, and it's going to be a fair catch back there at about the 23 or 24-yard line. And so the uh, Bulldogs will have it there. They lead this one by a score of 35-21 with 8.51 remaining here in the third period. You think now if you're the Red Bank coach, it's like you don't want to say enough is enough, but, hey, let's, let's get this game get it done with, and get out of here. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm inclined to think he's not going to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so we'll, you know, we'll see when it's all over, but I, I, I'm i not sure he's going to take the gas off too much there to, tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I might be surprised, but okay, we've got a ball's resting near side hash. We've got uh, Bulldogs moving now from uh, from their right to our left here in the third period. Trips to the far side. Wagner, of course, back there quarterback. He's the super sophomore. He's got uh, Byers, the running back, to his left, and he's going to hand it off to Byers. He's going to take it right, got blocking out there, cuts it back, nice cuts job. right back into the uh, into the defense. Into the defense, yeah, good good job by Brockway to not over pursue that, and and they played good good uh, sound defense there. You got to think that sometimes being a little bit slower than that ball carrier it works for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he goes to cut back, you're finally catching up with him, and it makes it look like you're real good. Okay, so second down and about uh, nine to go now for the uh, for the Bulldogs as they have a slot near side and far side, so they're in their ace formation. There's a pass out to the far side, and looking for some running room out there is the receiver. He makes the catch. I can't see. I think that's uh, George out there. Number yep, 17, yep. Yep, so George makes the catch. Does not reach the line of gain, so that's going to bring up a... Well, they're going to give him the first down. I thought he was shy of that, but they're getting the first down. So another star trucking first down over there. As we're going to place that ball at the 33, 33-yard mm-hmm. line. So, and uh, you know, at this point, obviously, Red Bank can be extremely patient. So yeah. they can let the time run off the clock. They don't have to be in any hurry at all. As he got a slot near side again, hound off to Byers again, looking for some running room. He's got speed. If he gets uh, a little bit of room, he can go. So he's outside the 40-yard line to the, let's call it the 41 or 42-yard line, short of the line of gain, but uh, a good run that time by Byers of about eight or nine yards. Yeah, but he's a quick little guy, too, when he runs hard. He is quick, quick, uh, 5'8", 162. 
You know, uh, not a big kid, but he can move. It's about what your height was back when you were in high school. Yeah, I think in third grade I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay, second down and uh, and one. There's a quick throw out pass uh, out here, and that's uh, Kale. He's got it. He's first down and more. He's still on his feet as he's fighting over the 50-yard line. They're going to mark it somewhere around the 47-yard line, I do believe, and that's the start trucking first down. And uh, he's not a big kid. I, well, they, they live at six foot, but I don't know. That might be stretching things a bit at 174. So he's not huge, but he's a tough kid. Yeah. And you can say that about both sides. The receivers are pretty tough, <laughs> yes, tough they players. Are. Yes, they are. Absolutely. Okay, so another start trucking first down for the uh, Bulldogs. They've got Klaus here to the near side. He's uh, 6'3 and about 190. And they have a uh, trip to the far side. Again, Byers is back there with uh, with Wagner. He's back to throw, and he's got the arm to do it. So he throws out to that sideline. And uh, George makes that catch at about the uh, 39-yard line. I'll tell you what, uh, Wagner, who is... Uh, uh, you know, he's six foot 160, so he's not a huge kid as far as weight is concerned, but he's got a real lively arm. Yeah, and and he has good timing. He, t- he gets the ball there before his receivers get to the top of the routes. There's a lot to be said for that. Mm-hmm. A lot to be said for that, absolutely. Okay, double slot or ace formation here as uh, Wagner back the pass again, and he's got uh, Klaus out here, and he's a big target. Still on his feet as he'll go out of bounds there at the uh, 20, I'm sorry, the 30 one yard line and they called that because he was well he was going out of bounds he was going to run that out of bounds and he did run it out of bounds and he got uh got hit in the paint over there not hard he just got pushed and so the flag came out and that's going to be you know bad news for the Rockway Rovers yeah and you, you I mean you don't like that as a player but I mean the rules are pretty clear it doesn't matter whether you uh, Shoulder mm-hmm. him a little bit, or you just drill him out of bounds. That's a right. late hit or a late hit. It doesn't mean they don't say late egregious hit. It's just late hit. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, make it egregious. <laughs> Uh, well, oh, I shouldn't that, say that. That, that, that <laughs> is a, uh, you know, how dare you think such things, uh, Jared? Uh, okay, so that, that is a first down, another start trucking first down for the, uh, you know, and, and a couple of penalties here in this. In this series, you know, again, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot as Riding is back to pass again on this first down. And he is slippery, and he's going to run it and uh, just skips by the uh, defender, and he will score from 14 yards out at the 546 mark. And did you see that stop wow, move that he boy, made? That, that didn't look like that was even fair. <laughs> That's not even fair. I mean, the defender's out there picking stuff, up, stuff off the field now, you know, to put back on. I, I mean... That that if, I'm trying to I'll try to describe it to you. They're listing, but he's, yeah. he's running the ball and the defender comes up and he just stops for a split second. Defender freezes and then he just sprints past him. I mean it's just and this kid's a sophomore. Just yeah. keep that in mind. And so he, he knows how to protect himself. And uh, so here comes the extra point. That's Klaus Owen Klaus is a senior, six foot one sixty five. Got a great leg. It is up and uh, it is good. So at the five fifty five forty six mark. In the third period, it is 42 to 21 now in favor of Red Bank, and we'll be back with the Red Bank kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. 
Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and there's a reason why uh, Redback is 8-0. and zero. I mean, they've got some athletes on the on that team, and I'll tell you about that quarterback. And I, I, I've said it, I don't know how many times, but uh, Bear Bryant wrote several books, but one book that he wrote, he said, that these are the attributes I look for in a, in a quarterback. And one thing he said about, and he gave the attributes, but then he, he also said this, which I always thought was important, you cannot win consistently without a great quarterback. And I think it's true at every level. At every level. Okay, uh, the kickoff's going to be got, caught by uh, Quelo, and he's going to get across the 35-yard line to the 36-yard line. So this is what he can do when he gets a little open field to run in. He can make people miss, and he's quick also, and has got good speed. But unlike the guy on the other side, Byers, he doesn't get you know the space you know to to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a flag down out here. Yeah, I think we've got a block in the back or something going on probably on this as the Rovers brought the return back. And so they are walking backwards. Unfortunately, that's not the direction they want to go. Oh, crack back block. Yeah, so we've got a track back. It's going to take them inside the 20-yard line back near the 15-yard line. And, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, they're going to mark out. Uh, excuse me, Jared. They're going to mark out about the 14-yard line. Okay. It's, it's hard to... To see these things as a you know a former coach and then as as being on the radio and, and you know I don't have kids playing football but you know they've made the game so much safer I guess which is a good thing but it also sometimes is very frustrating because football is a violent sport it is yes and uh, that's why they shouldn't be playing it at five years old okay uh, back to pass quick pass out here to the sideline that is to Doherty and he'll be hit almost immediately at about the 14 yard line so. Very little, if anything, out of that one. But again, to the short side of the field here, not much room to you know make anything happen. Notice who kind of is playing free out here defensively is Kale, number zero, the speed the speed guy. Yeah. So he's going to do a good job of keeping things pretty well covered back there. Of course, they also have Klaus out there who is playing in there. And again, they're playing pretty tight defensively. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, we got a second down and nine from the 14. Back to pass is Fox. Got a man there. The catch is made. I believe that is uh, Crawford. Crawford, yep. So Crawford makes the catch. He'll get out near the uh, 25-yard line to the 24-yard line. That should be a star trucking first down, and it is. Yeah, good job by, by Fox staying in the pocket there and, and having a little bit of uh, being calm and, and waiting for the, the route to open up. Okay, so that results in a first down, and so that's a... Good beginning to, to this drive. Yeah, they need to start moving, though, if they're going to try and do something here because Red Bank is not a team that, like you were saying, really is going to milk the clock that whole much. Well, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> and so uh, and uh, so far, you know, the weather's been great. Uh, you know, we saw some rain in the forecast, but it wasn't supposed to hit us till later, and it looks like maybe we'll get away with it here again. Quella will get the hand up this time and has a little running room. He'll make it out to the 30-yard line. 
throws a seven. He gets a little running room. You know, he's so quick. He just uh, is really a competitor, too. He's one of the captains on this team. And I think that it was a very good choice. Ball at the 30-yard line now. So I'll bring up a, should be a second down. A second down and uh, about five. So we'll give him five on that carry. Uh, in fact, it's a little little better. They gave him six on that play, so we'll give him six. Okay, I got a second down and four. Ball at the 24-yard line of the Rovers. Actually, actually at the 29-yard uh, line. Okay, pass downfield, and uh, it was intended for for Crawford out there. But, uh, and again, double coverage there because what happens is that Kale, you know, makes his way over to help out, mm-hmm. and then you've got double coverage. Yeah. Uh, so if you have only one man going down that sideline, you're going to get help from that uh, you know, for that free safety out there. Yeah, if that ball, you know, we don't see it very often. If the ball was underthrown a little bit more there, Crawford probably would have had a catch, right. but he would have bought, he would have taken a, a, a hit from Kale there. Yeah, and you see the timing, the timing between the receivers and Brockway, you know, the QB receiver, not quite as good as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as Red Bank, to be honest. Well, and, and I mean, it makes sense. Fox has been pressured quite a bit. Yes, that's right. He can't just stand and dance around back there. So uh, he's got some time now, though, but he's running hard to his left. He's going to throw it downfield and uh, actually through the hands of uh, number 50 that time from uh, from Red Bank. You has na- have his name there, I think. Somewhere that's Adams. Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Another senior, six foot 181. But if you, when you look at it, you mentioned this earlier, which I think was a very good point, is that even their linemen look very athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, they can move. And what an asset that is, you know, for, for any team. Okay, punt formation for the Rovers. They've got a fourth down and four from their own uh, 30-yard line at the 351 mark here in the, uh, in the third period. So Doherty kick, and it is going to come down here. A fair catch is going to be caught there at the 35-yard line, and that's Klaus. And so Red Bank will have of the offensive series to begin at their own 35-yard line. Yeah, you look at the the roster for Red Bank, and outside of uh, one of their defensive tackles, who's 288 pounds, their their next guy is 230, 240. So they don't have any big any big weight guys, but they just have strong strong linemen that can move people. Yeah, and at, at this level, uh, that's probably about right. And when you get to uh, the 6A schools, 5A, 6A schools, you're going to have some guys that are big and are athletic. And can move, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's about right, you know, for this group. Okay, ball's at the 35. And we've got uh, jet motion, fake handoff to the shuttle pass there, and handoff to Byers, and uh, jumps over his own guy on the sideline over here. And uh, he's going to be out of bounds uh, just across midfield. It'll be another star trucking first down at about the 48-49 yard line. Going to mark it at the 49 yard line of the Rovers. And you got to be impressed. I mean, uh, uh, Byers is just so quick, and he's strong as well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take him any time at all to you know get into the secondary and make some room for himself. Yeah, and the wideouts are doing a good job. I, I mean, they're not getting called for holding, so I guess you could say they're doing a good job of, of pass blocking and run blocking. Okay, here's the toss uh, to uh, to Byers, and he's going across that far side, making running room for himself, bouncing off tacklers. Gets uh, looks like another first down. Star trucking first down as he's inside the 40-yard line to about the 37-yard line. And so right now they got the running game going a little bit. Well, yeah, Kale's limping there a little bit after running the football, but he's like him and that that Byers kid. They they can just. 
they get in between, and they're just so fast that they make uh, these yeah, small little yeah. gaps look big. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was uh, Kale that time, not, not Byers. Kale's wearing number zero. Byers is wearing number three. They're both not too far in weight, you know, 174, 162. And they're both fast. And they're both, yeah, they both can run. Okay, a little different formation here. A uh, little, little power formation, and the handoff is going to go that time to three. That's Byers that time. A little, little pistol look. You wonder if yeah, they're, little pistol they're trying to show some things to the next team they're going to play. Yeah, the pistol look, they're putting a runner behind the quarterback who is in shotgun, and then they've got a sidecar left or right. And so with that, that's what they ran this past time. They do have a slot to the far side. One's flipped to the near side, who happens to be Klaus, and he's got his share of catches and touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. And so, again, we're in that, uh, we are in that pistol formation. The, uh, the sidecar is to the, to the left side of the quarterback, Wagner. And so it looks more like a running formation, but a quick pass out to the far side. The defense was way off him that time, <clears throat> and that could be to the line of game. Could be another first down there, and that passed out there to, to Kale, I do believe. You talk about Wagner with how athletic he was. I mean, he was definitely not in a good throwing position that time, but he was able to turn and just flick it out there before strong the defense arm. could come up. Yeah, strong arm, no doubt about it. He can make he can make all the throws, and that is a star trucking first down, so the ball is going to be at the 27-yard line. Getting down to the two-minute mark here on running clock in the third period. Again, they're going to be in that pistol formation again. The sidecar is to the left side of the quarterback. Ball's far side hash mark. One split, that's Klaus on the near side. We get jet motion, fake the toss to him, and they're going to... Uh, what happened that time? Quarterback went down, and that happened so fast, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't see, what, but this like this is what you can't have for Red Bank. But he's going to get up. I mean, he's going to get up right away. I don't know what happened to him, but I didn't think anybody was near him. I don't know whether he caught his foot on the... Uh, on the back or what, but he's going to go off the field, but he's, he seems to be walking okay, and that's one kid they can't afford to lose. <laughs> and there is a penalty on the play as well. What did they call? But it's going to be a long one, so this could be... So they're calling a personal foul. Personal foul. Did the quarterback get hit by... One of the defensive backs, it, it happened so fast yeah. because, uh, you know, the handoff was made to the running back right near the uh, the quarterback. And all of a sudden, Wagner goes down, and it was so fast we didn't even see it. We're looking at the handoff, you know. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Wagner went off on his own team. It looks like he'll be okay, but there's uh, a backup in the game, and I don't see the number. Number 16, 16. Jackson Huffman. So he's played quite a bit this game. Yeah, so he's he's in a quarterback, and they're in that same pistol formation. They do have a first down, another star-trucking first down, and here comes the toss pass to the, uh, to the motion man, the jet motion man. He's going to go down at the 10-yard line, and that is Kale. So the, this series has been pretty much, uh, pretty much running. Looks like one of their linemen is hurt, and he is going off, and someone's going to replace him. I don't see what his number is. It looks like it could be a shoulder. He's got one arm hanging mm-hmm. down. 51, I think, is, is... I think you're right. Oh, there is no 51, so it's not that. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brandon Ross. Brandon Ross, he wears two different numbers. Okay, oh, gotcha, okay. All right, it is a second down and six from the 10-yard line. 55 seconds on a running clock here in the third period. Red Bank leads it by a score of 42-21. to 21. 
And now we see a timeout at the 47 mark. So we'll take a timeout here as well. We'll take 30 seconds uh, for some uh, commercial intermission here, and uh, we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Down, set, Panda's put in the work this football season to be your ultimate defense with the Spitzer Shield. She'll catch you great deals and help you score Panda protection with our lifetime nationwide powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. While Panda increases her speed, you can too with the Spitzer Speed Pass, where you can shop online anytime at Spitzer Auto World Dubois. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a location within 40 miles. Warranty effective anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, uh, we are back. A couple uh, couple injuries here in the last uh, 30 seconds or so. Quarterback again, uh, Wagner went down. Don't know what happened to him, but he... He seemed to be okay as he went off the field. Yeah, he's and I think back he is now. back. Yeah, he is back, so he's okay. Yeah. One of the linemen went off, and he didn't look okay. And I don't yeah. think he came back. So they have someone in his uh, in his stead right now. It is a second down and six on the ten yard line for the uh, for the Bulldogs. Uh, Forty seven seconds remaining here in the third period. Jet motion and a fake toss uh, that time and a throw to the end zone, but way off target that time. Quarterback Ryder did not have his feet set that time. Had an opportunity, perhaps, if that ball was thrown sooner. But uh, three defensive backs that made their way over to that side. So uh, we'll see if the offensive coordinator for the uh, for the Bulldogs saw what happened there on that particular play, and they might yeah. find something to come back to. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's bringing up a third down now, and six still at the 10-yard line. 43 seconds now remaining here in the uh, in the third period. Yeah, so so far, the third period has belonged to the uh, to the Bulldogs. Back in that pistol look again. Yep, pistol look, slot to the far side, and uh, back the pass is Wagner again, going to take off with it. He is slippery, but I think he's going to go down this time, and he does. So he couldn't get away that time, and he is dropped there right at the 15-yard uh, line, so a loss of uh, five on the play. And I think we just may see now with a fourth down and... S- well, let's see, fourth down and uh, about, 10. about 10 yards or so to go. I think we're going to see a field goal in this one. So that would make it 45 if they make it. They're going to let this time run out, apparently, and so that would be the end of three. <laughs> so at the end of three, our score is 42 for Red Bank and 21 for Brockway. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with the beginning of the fourth period. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. The uh, Rovers will have one period remaining to uh, try to climb back into this one, but it's going to be a long climb. Yeah, they're going to have to play like they played the second quarter. Well, I'll say, and then some. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. 
We got a fourth down and 11. And a field goal attempt to be attempted here from uh, 32 yards away. And the kid, we know the kid has the leg. So, and that is number 21. That's Owen Klaus. He is a senior, six foot 165. So he kind of has more of the, the shape of a soccer player, I would say. The ball is up, and it looks like it is good. And so with 11.56 remaining, it is 45 now to 21 in favor of the Bulldogs. And we'll be back with the Bulldog kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for over football. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we have Pasarchik and we have Quelo and Crawford back there deep for the uh, for the Rovers. Now will they kick it away? I suspect they will <laughs> this time around, but you never know in a game like this one <laughs> what might happen. And here is the kickoff, and it is away. It's slow and deep, and going to be taken by Quelo back there at the five yard line, coming to the near side, makes a quick move in the center of the field, and going to be taken down at the thirty yard line. So a 25-yard return for Coelho, and the Rovers will start the fourth quarter from the 30-yard line. You kind of wonder now for Red Bank, do you, being up 24, do you, you know, you've seen your quarterback take a big hit. You saw him come out, I mean, injured for a play. When do you pull him out? Probably not yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we've seen, yeah. uh, we don't see any changes yet defensively. Yeah. I guess I've never had the luxury of having a ton of really good players where I could make that choice. Yeah, they probably have a pretty decent backup quarterback yeah. as well, I would suspect. Okay, first down and uh, and 10. There is a uh, motion to the near side. Jet motion to <laughs> hand off, and the ball carriers uh, hit rather substantially. And uh, it looks like the uh, the hitty is down for, for a few seconds. That was Pasarczyk, and I think Pasarczyk had a chance to meet number 51. Yeah, we saw him, I think, come off injured before. That was Brandon Ross. He's got two numbers. He plays 20. Two numbers, yeah. Yeah, but he was one of the players that was injured earlier, and I, every time I see him hop up, he kind of is like something with his leg is going on, maybe right. a cramp or... Well, Pasarczyk said, well, if he hits like that when he's injured, I don't want him to hit me when he's not injured. <laughs> so we have a second down and seven now from the 33, and Fox is going to keep it himself, and he is going to be taken down there at the 40-yard line. So there's one of the rare occasions where where Fox is just going to take off and run the ball. Yeah, he kind of seemed like he wanted to run with it that time. Nice. Nice well run. And that's going to be a star trucking first down from the 40-yard line. And so the Rovers start off with a uh, first down on a run. Yeah, they haven't had too much success with the run game tonight, but seem to have a little bit of it there. Well, they still have a lot of people packed in there defensively, mm-hmm. you know, for the uh, for the Bulldogs. As Quelo is back there, he's the uh, on the left side of Fox, S- split to the far side, near side. But they're short receivers. 
Pass downfield, got a man open there, and the catch is made. And still on his feet, and so it looks like Vasarchik is going to take it in from the 40-yard line with uh, 10.57 remaining here in the fourth period. And so Pasarczyk with the catch, and uh, what happened to the defender on that play? I don't know. But yeah, it was kind of one of those, hey, you got him, and you said, hey, you got him, and yeah, nobody and had him. What Pasarczyk said, no, I got it. Yeah, I got, I'll take it. For I'll take it. From here. Yeah, so good job there. And uh, in all those situations where the defender or the uh, receiver made the play, just went up and made the play. And uh, so we've, we've seen that several times here tonight on part of the, uh, the Rovers. Okay, so here comes the uh, here comes the extra point again. That's Doherty. I didn't uh, know whether they at this juncture. I wouldn't think they would need to think about going for two at this juncture. Looks like there is a discussion between the head coach uh, Jake Heigel and the official. Don't know what that was about. I think he was checking on dinner uh, dinner dates for after the uh, after the game. But uh, in any case, we're about ready for action here. The extra point forthcoming. And this, uh, you, this young freshman has missed very few. So if it's a good snap and put down, he usually doesn't miss it. Ball was a little high that time, but the ball is up. And it is good. The penalty on the play. But there's a penalty on the play. It's against the defense. That will determine uh, what's going to happen here. So let's see. It's kind of right. You wonder if maybe they hit the center or tried to jump over the center. or did. It's a weird right in the center where the ball had been snapped. Yeah, so I think it was against the defense. So with 10.57 uh, remaining in this game, it's 45 now to uh, to, foul. to 27. And we will be back with the Rovers kickoff in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Rockway football. Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC-CPA.com. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Well, I, I think one uh, one note of victory, I think, for the uh, the Rovers, no matter how this ends up, is that, uh, hey, you know what, uh, Redback, you're not going to beat us by 55 points, which mm-hmm. has been your average. Yeah. You know, uh, so where the ball is on the field right now, I mean, another great opportunity, although maybe a little more obvious, to go for an onside kick because you're not, I mean, as long, as long as you don't let the guy run free again. Yeah, right. I mean, because of the penalty on the extra point, the uh, ball is going to be kicked off the opponent's 45-yard line. So it's going to be kicked off from right to left. So the personal foul was, uh, was walked off against the, uh, against the Red Bank Valley Bulldogs. And so let's see how they're going to kick that. I, I think their hope would be to pin them back deep, you know, but uh, taking a chance, of course, on one of the uh, deep backs there, both of them with good speed of being able to return the ball. So let's see what uh, Brockway is going to uh, is going to do here and what they have told the, uh, the kicker. The kickoff, is, kickoff, kickoff specialist is uh, Aiden Wilcox. He is a sophomore as well, 5'11", 220 pounds. So he's not a little kid by any stretch of the imagination. So they're going to kick that thing deep and let it go into the end zone. So it gives you a little idea about the, you know, the good strength of the leg of, uh, of Aiden Wilcox. But ball's going to come out to the 20-yard line. And so 
Red Bank will start from there with their offensive series. And as we're down to 10.57 remaining in this one. Red Bank firmly in the lead by a score of 45-28 to 28 right now. And, of course, we start looking at uh, the player of the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, I think we have the drive of the game, the sack of the game, and I think we have the play of the game. Then we just have to uh, determine who the player of the game will be. And I have a pretty good idea right now. I think you probably do, too. Yeah, I'd say right now it's probably two players that it, yeah. it could very easily be. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the next 10 minutes or so. Yeah, if it's anything like the second quarter, it could be somebody else at that time. It could be, yeah. Okay, so first down and 10 from the 20-yard line. And uh, it looks like there's a flag down on this play, but Kale is still on his feet, still on his feet, and he's all the way out here to the 45-yard line. But we do have a flag, and it's usually in the area of holding, so there could be a hold that's going to bring this back. Uh, it looks like Kale Kale's got a cramp is what he's got. And so they're going to work on that a little bit. So he's getting a little help from one of his teammates. That's number 16. That's uh, Jackson Huffman. Jackson spelled J-A-X-O-N. I just want to note that. <laughs> so it can be a <clears throat> repeat of the first down play. The penalty on the play takes them back. So they're behind the chains now. So I see the coaching staff coming out to check on on Kale out there, but uh, that, that's one kid you certainly don't want to lose with an injury. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big part of their offense for sure. Well, and like I said, I, mean, I, I don't know. I guess I've never been in the opportunity where I've had a lot of stud players where I had to choose between, but at what point in time do you look at it and you say, we're up by 17, um, even if we, even if they do come back and we lose, is, is it worth losing a player like him or uh, with the Wagner kid? When you have, you have, I mean, you've got Central Clary next week, which is going to be about everything and anything they can handle. And then you've oh, got yes. playoffs after that. And you just, I mean, Red Bank has a lot of great players, but can they run their offense behind somebody other than Wagner? And I don't know. Well, yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. I mean, it depends how, obviously, how deep they might be. But we do have a little injury timeout. It's really just a cramp they're trying to uh, mm. rub that cramp on. If you've ever had a cramp, you kind of almost wish you were dead. Uh, you know, I mean, they can be awfully painful. And, I guess it just uh, surprises me at this at this time in the year. I mean, it's you're you're this many games in. It's not overly hot or anything. No, it's not. How, no. how are you cramping up unless you're not doing good maintenance of your body? Yeah, it probably needs to drink a little bit more, huh? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking about water. water. <laughs> I'm talking about water here. You know, I'm talking about water here. I don't like the light of some kind. You know, I guess, I suppose so. But uh, not like back in the cold regions where you know, the uh, teams would kind of drink alcohol, you know, at halftime. But, uh, that explains a lot about you. <laughs> uh, you. You might be losing, but you don't know. You have no idea. You might have a broken leg. Oh, who cares? Just tape it up. Give me an aspirin. Okay, so we're at uh, first down and 20. Ball resting at the uh, 10-yard line. We're on a running clock at about 10 minutes and uh, 40 seconds remaining here in this football game. Red Bank Valley in control, as they have been. And uh, Byers is up the middle. He will cross the 15-yard line and get out to about the 16, 17, 18-yard line. Not quite to the line of game. They've got to get to about the 20-and-a-half, I think, for a for a first down. He's a speedy kid, too. Yeah, speedy kid again. Again, these aren't big kids. It's easy to kind of hide behind the big guys, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then burst out of there. And Okay, so let's see what they do here. They're behind the sticks with a 
Second down and about 12 to go here. And again, we have the, uh, you know, Wagner's uh, still in this game. at quarterback quick throw up pass here to the near side. That is going to be number 16. And uh, so we got a flag in the play that time. I think it's going to go against, I think, Red Bank Valley that time. Yeah, could have. I mean, nice, nice collision on the sideline there. Was, yes. that hit, but that was a big hit. Yeah, I think uh, Coach Jake Heigel was hoping he was right in that spot. He was looking to get a, I think, get a little bit of action. Yeah. We were talking before the game. You know, he was talking about he felt like he wanted to, to play. Yeah. You know? And I thought, yeah, yeah, you old man, you got a, you got a child at home. You're an old married man now, and you know, he's, so. he's still young enough that he, his body doesn't pay him for it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, he will. Oh, he's lost a bunch of weight too. So. Well, he has. Yeah. 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 He looks good. He, yeah. he, he, he feels. I think he feels much better too. And so, uh, good job on his part to uh, kind of cut the weight down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be a playing weight right now. Mm-mm. So he's, uh, you know, getting closer to your weight now. I think. Yeah. So balls at the 20-yard line. Again, Wagner, quick throw off pass to the far sideline there. Didn't look like he was in any big hurry, and so the reception is made, still short of a line of gain. As they're going to mark that thing down, I think, at about the uh, 27, 28-yard line. So that's going to bring up a third down now. Third down and uh, much closer to the line of gain, about uh, four yards to go probably for a first down. Crazy how with Red Bank, how they can get behind the sticks so much, and, and just one or two plays, they can get right back into its third and manageable. Oh, yeah, so Wagner gets back there, you know, and just uh, he could probably eat his lunch back there, and he, he looks really calm and cool and collected for a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he played behind his brother, who was a very good quarterback also, graduated last year. Mm-hmm. So he's got a little bit of quarterback in his blood, I would say. He's not a little kid either, but he is smooth running the ball too. There's a pass in and out of the hands of Gold, Carson Gold. Gold, and so Gold uh, misses it. He's a sophomore, 5'11", 150, so it is going to be a punting situation for Red Bank. I don't think at this juncture they're too awfully concerned about that. With nine minutes remaining in the game, they lead by a score of 45 to 28. Yeah, see if they maybe try and hard count them and get them to jump off sides, which will give them a first down. Well, that's been known to happen. Yeah. Yeah, been known to happen, but not this time. And so the punt is going to be a little wobbly. It's going to hit the ground oh. at the 45-yard line and went to bounce backwards. But nice alert, nice alert play there by number 15. That is Booth, Lucas Booth. He's a senior, six foot four inches tall. Had that ball bounced out a little bit, Basarcha caught it. Everybody else thought the ball was going somewhere else. He would have had a little little uh, shot down the sideline there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said it. Okay, so the Rovers have an opportunity here now. They are. Going to begin. Oh no! What do we have a holding call against Brockway on the uh, on the punt. So they're going to be back now, and they're going to be back at the 36-yard line. So I'll tell you what: when, when some things go wrong, things go wrong. I mean, they've had a lot of those kind of kinds of incidents tonight. So uh, I'm thinking that at some point, do you think here we get down around five minutes, four minutes, whatever it is? I think we're going to maybe see a new quarterback in the game for at least for Brockway. Hard to say if they make another touchdown here. I mean, it's well, I know, right back but, in it. yeah, I know. It's uh, so it depends on what they do with this series. I think. Okay, uh, Fox is back to pass on this first down, looking downfield, double covered out there, and the ball's going to be intercepted as it goes off Pasarczyk and intercepted by Red Bank. I believe that is gold, isn't it? Uh, gold is going to get the interception. But again, the throw is into double coverage. 
And uh, it is going to be, and there's a flag. Is there a flag thrown in there at the end of that? Yeah, I thought so. So, unsportsmanlike conduct somewhere. Dead ball foul there, and let's see who that is going to go against. It could go against Brockway. We don't know. But uh, we'll wait and see. But the ball is going to go into the hands of Red Bank. Yeah, and you kind of feel like, you know, he... I mean, Pistarjic is, is a really good player, and, and Dockery's been playing really great too, but when you're double-covered at some point in time, especially against Red Bank, you've kind of dipped into the well yeah, one too many, many times. Yeah, too many times. Well, the ball went against Red Bank, so that's going to be in favor of uh, Brockway. So the ball is going to be set down at the 46-yard line of, uh, of Red Bank. And so uh, a nice, nice break for the uh, Brockway Rovers. Yeah, now they have to, you've got to be thinking clock now, and you've got yeah. to. But they have to get right back on defense. It is yeah. a first down, so dead ball foul on that play. And we have Klaus to the near side this time, slot to the far side. We've got that pistol formation again in the backfield for, for Red Bank as they run from our left to our right. And there's going to be a handoff to Byers, and he's got some running room as he comes across the 50-yard line into uh, Rover territory at the 46-yard line. Well, he gets the ball, and he's already five yards down the field. Oh, like. no, he wastes no time to get going, I'll tell you what. So bring up a second down and, and about two yards, long two yards to go for a first down for the uh, Red, Red Bank Valley. They are going to stay. It looks like they're going to stay pretty much in that same formation. They've got a slot near side and a split to the far side, but they're in that pistol formation. Now they're going to bring... Uh, uh, bring one back back there. They're going to hand it to him. That is Kale, and Kale's got some running room around the left side, and he's still on his feet. He's going to go out of bounds over there somewhere near the 30-yard line. That'll be another star trucking first down. So well, they, a, they brought Kale in that in that, uh, that, was a, that, was a that motion. That was a big hit by the running back on uh, looked like maybe Crawford or Crawford or, or Quayle on the, on the sideline. Lowered his shoulder and ran him over. <laughs> so that will be a first down. Ball is going to be at the 32-yard line, 7:41 on the running clock, and it looks like the starting lineup is still in there for Red Bank. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. I think so. And they're in that pistol formation again. Wagner, of course, has gone all the way at quarterback, and he is smooth. Ball side, far side. Hash going to hand off the buyers again. He's looking for some yardage, and he's going to uh, go down somewhere around the 20. 829 yard line, I do believe. So that'll bring up a second down now for the uh, Red Bank Bulldogs. So we had a dog fight tonight, you might say. Yeah, I mean, it kind of seemed like it was, I don't want to say that it was short-sided because, but it just seemed like Brockway, their their fight that they made was in short periods. It wasn't, you know, a full half of a game. Yeah, that's true. Okay, second down and seven from the 29 for the uh, Red Bank Valley Bulldogs. Again, that pistol formation. Side, Carter, left side. Hand off to that last back through, and that's Byers. So Byers get lots of work as he gets down to the 25-yard line where he's taken down right there. You'd like to think that probably from this point on, it's just going to be a healthy dose of Byers and maybe mm-hmm. maybe Kale. You, you wouldn't yeah. think that they're going to throw it probably at all unless there's this is a throwing situation, which third and two, I I would argue that's probably not a throwing situation. Uh, keep the clock moving. Keep Don't throw. I guess, yeah, I don't know if the clock's a running clock now or not. 
Well, if you're the Brockway Rovers tonight, Kale is not good for you. No. <laughs> Third down and about two for the uh, Red Bank Bulldogs. Oh, there's a quick pass out here, and that is to Kale. And Kale is going to get near the 20-yard line. There's a flag on the play. I think you're going to get a face mask on the offense here, if I had to guess, because it looked like his hand was extended and he grabbed a hold of uh, Sarchik's face mask. I was going to say, why would you grab your own face mask? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, Jared. I don't know about you. <laughs> That's just like my punting formation inside the 10-yard line. Well, yeah, that was questionable also. <laughs> so I don't know. But uh, the penalty is going to go against uh, Red Bank Valley, and that is a face mask. And so uh, you're not allowed to grab your teammate by the face mask and try to pull him down the field. I mean, that's, that's, that's against the rules. You're not allowed to do that. Okay, so now we have a third down, and we have a oh, third down. And seven. looks about seven yards to go. I guess face masks on the offense are not as many. No. <laughs> they don't expect you to, to, do to it. answer the question you hadn't asked yet. <laughs> okay, third down and about seven for Red Bank Valley. Ball at about the 27-yard line of the Rovers. And they are no hurry as Kale is, uh, gets a little foot pass there. He's still on his feet, and he's going to go down near the 20-yard line. And that is going to be a star trucking first down as he made the line of gain. And we are on a five-minute, 5.30 on a running clock right now. So uh, I think we could, at this point, we could start the, a little bit the player of the game, uh, Jared, so you can kind of throw out something if you want to at any time now. You're going to go get a picture of him at some point, right? Yeah, and then I'm going to try and get my out-of-shape self back up here to okay. talk on the radio. Well, we'll give you 20 minutes to get back up here, you know, <laughs> by the time you get to the bottom of the steps. Okay, first down, handoff again to uh, Byer that time, and he's got running room, and he is inside the 15-yard line, and he bowls over a defender. And that is going to be, I think, another start trucking first down. It is, so it's going to be a first down and goal at the uh, at 4.47 running clock here in this football game. So first down and goal. About the nine-yard line. at the like. nine-yard line. So, again, back in that pistol formation, ball's about right in the center of the field. That's kind of about where they've been running all night here in this uh, last uh, several minutes. There's going to be a delayed handoff, and that is the buyer. Again, he's on his feet, and uh, he's going to be very close to the goal line at around the one. It looks to be like the one-yard line, but inside, maybe even inside the one-yard line. So they are in... This is a place where you would punt, I know, but, uh, yeah. you know, I don't think that Red Bank is going to do that. <laughs> well, shame on them for not thinking of that. That's right. I mean, because, I mean, if you want to have the element of surprise, that would be it. Oh, yeah, definitely. That would be the... The, the quick, only the other quick. thing that would be worse is if he ran it back for a safety, 99 yards. <laughs> but that would be the quintessential, of, you know, surprise play. Okay, again, that pistol formation. Once again, they're only a yard away, and there's the handoff. And, again, that is to uh, to Byers, that he will score from one yard out at the 338 mark. And so, once again, Red Bank Valley uh, on the scoreboard, 51 out to 28. So they are very close to their 55-point mm-hmm. average. Yeah, the difference is they've, they've given up 28 to Brockway, and uh, so that's made the game a little, little more competitive than 
than what we maybe thought it was going to be initially. Yeah, Bronco had their bright spots. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. It was enjoyable to watch when they were, mm -hmm. you know, going after it there in that second period. Okay, here comes the extra point attempt by right, uh, Red Bank Valley. It is up. It is good. As so are 3.38 remaining in this football game. Our score is 52 to 28 in favor of Red Bank, and we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds with the Red Bank kickoff. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear, for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance, any important occasion, look your best with the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop, including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress, all the accessories like shoes and shirts, suspenders, dry cleaning, and alterations too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop. West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we're back. We're almost out of time here. It's 3.38 remaining on the clock. The Rovers will have an opportunity as they are getting set up to receive this kickoff. It will be coming from our left to our right, from the concession stand to the creek. And uh, we're uh, happy once again to have the very distinguished uh, Jared Herbert with us tonight, former head coach at Buttell, very populated area of <laughs> Pennsylvania, if you happen to be a white-tailed deer, that yeah. is. <laughs> Okay, kick is going to be taken by Quill. Oh, it goes off his hands. He's going to take it at the one-yard line. And so let's see what he can do. And he's not going to get away down there. So he's inside the 15, inside the 10-yard line, actually. So Brockway has their job cut out for them. And I haven't seen uh, any replacements on either side in this game. Everybody no. seems to still be playing. Yeah, it can't, it looks like Fox is still in there. It looks like all the... Number one wideouts are still on there defensively. It looks like they've got yeah. all their players, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, wouldn't you think? <laughs> wouldn't you think? But anyway. Yeah, well, that's why I was never right now, I guess. So. Well, well, didn't I tell you? I said, I don't think that he's going to take his foot off the gas. I yeah. think I said that in the beginning. Yeah. So, okay, so we have uh, back to pass is Fox. As I try to look around my uh, the separation, he's going to slide down short of the 15-yard line, so right right around the 14-yard line. Running clock, 3-19 left in this one. 52-28 to 28 is our score in favor of Red Bank Valley. So we've got a second down and about seven yards to go now for uh, for the Brockway Rovers. And they haven't quit. I mean, they haven't given up. I mean, they're, they're still going after it. And we have a slot to the far side. There's a handoff to the... Uh, to Pasarczyk as he was in motion and he's still on his feet and he will get the trucking first down as he's over the 25-yard line out to, let's see, about the 26 or 7-yard line, I do believe, I think the 26-yard line. So they're going to mark it at the 26-yard line. So, but, you know, they're running the ball, so the clock's going to keep running, yeah. obviously, as soon as they get the stick set there. So we're at uh, 2.47 on a running clock. I'll uh, remind you once again, you folks that are listening, we will be bringing you the game from Emporium next uh, next Friday night. So this is our only Thursday night game. And as Vasarczyk with a catch out at the 35-yard uh, uh, line. And you can see now Red Bank is their their corners and safeties are sitting back so they're not, not necessarily a prevent defense, but they're, they're going to give up those underneath passes. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, 
which, yeah, I, okay. at this point, does it really matter? I mean, no, it, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, so second down and about two. Got a slot both sides. Coelho coming out to their side. There's a pass. Pasarczyk has it at about the 38-yard line. He's going to be hit there by a throng of white jerseys. And so he's going to be brought down at about the 37-yard line. And that's going to be a star trucking first down. And we are down to 158 on a running clock left in this one. And Broadway's not in any hurry, hurry either, it seems. Yeah, not not in a situation where you're trying to take – you're not going to get that many points in this amount of time. <laughs> no, no, that would be a rather spectacular. Quello with a run, and he's going to get out to the 40-yard line. So give him a, a run of about uh, three yards. Yeah, and I mean, give him credit. He, he runs hard. It's just Red Bank's a different defense that you're running against, and it's just one of those situations where uh, they're playing better and they have maybe just some better some better athletes than you do right now. Yeah, absolutely right, yeah. Okay, Fox is back to pass. Got a man open at midfield. The catch is made, and that is a star trucking first down, and that is Doherty. Doherty and yep. uh, by the way, Doherty, Caleb Doherty, is our player of the game, so... I just want to make note of that. And uh, he is the Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary player of the game. Uh, is uh, is Anna Malolo, LL Attorney's player of the game. Uh, or, I'm sorry. Uh, nice catch by Matty Brubaker there. Yeah, Brubaker. <laughs> Brubaker's had a quiet night, by the way. I was just I was looking down at the time there. The uh, uh, player of the game, as I said, is sponsored by Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's, and that is going to be Caleb Doherty. And so we're going to... Uh, very shortly turn you loose and you can go down and get a picture of Caleb. Uh, he just played a great game. I mean, Pasarczyk is Pasarczyk. He made yeah. some nice catches uh, while being double covered, I might add. And uh, But I think that the... Uh, Doherty was kind of the catalyst and what, what sparked him to, he to was, start the yeah. comeback. He was. He scored 13 points yeah. in a row you know, to get uh, Brockway back in it. And so I think he deserves it. And so mm-hmm. it's going to go to him. There's a quick throwout pass to Brubaker, that's Marty, or Matthew rather. So Matty Brubaker makes the catch. Will come across the 45-yard line, it's up to about the 46-yard line, and still on run clock. And so I'm going to, Jared's going to go on his way, and uh, he's going to get a nice picture of Caleb Doherty. He's a freshman. He's a freshman, but played a great football game uh, tonight. So he will be our player of the game. Fox back to pass, still looking downfield. Gets a throw out there, but it's going to hit the the dirt. That will stop the clock at 28 seconds. Somebody out there is a little slow getting up, but he looks like he's okay. One of the defensive linemen for uh, Red Bank Valley. And uh, thus far, it looks like uh, Brockway's going to come out of this one clean as far as injuries are concerned, and that's very important as we get near playoff time. It is a second down now, 13 from the 47. Back to, uh, nope, handoff to uh, Coelho. He's across the 50-yard line into Red Bank territory. 22 seconds remaining this one. They're going to stop the clock to means for that start. I'm sorry, they did not. Uh, they are, were behind the chains. Uh, my mistake there. It's actually a fourth down and about uh, nine to go. And so Brockway looking to get that first down. There's a toss to uh, Brubaker. Brubaker makes the catch at the uh, 20-yard line. And so a nice throw there, but there's a flag on the play, and that could well be uh, a 
hold by uh, by Brockway by where the place where they threw that ball or laid him a quarterback. Not sure as we're looking at the receiver that time. So it looks like it may be coming back though with uh, just uh, eight seconds remaining in this one. So we got a let's see. Now a loss of down there. Somebody downfield. It wasn't supposed to be downfield. So you know, let's uh, brings up a first down for. Red Bank, and uh, so for all intent purposes, this one is over with 8.7 seconds remaining. Our final score is going to be 52 to 28. Our player of the game is going to be Caleb Dockerty. And so this one is going to go down in the history books. And so uh, Brockway is going to be 6 and 3 after this one is over, and uh, we travel to Emporium next Friday night to as the Brockway Rollers will take on. Cambria, Cambria County. So uh, that is the end of this one. Our final score again, 52 to 28, and we'll be back with a wrap-up of this one after this uh, two-minute timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Brockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Brockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatments and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Water Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Ropers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, and uh, we're back. Uh, Jared is down on the field getting our player of the game. Our player of the game is Caleb uh, Doherty. Uh, Caleb responsible for you know, uh, just uh, kind of turning the momentum around at the end of the first half. What a great job he did. He scored 13 points in a row for the, uh, for the Rovers. And uh, just a freshman, Caleb uh, has six foot, about 190. And so he's got uh, three more years yet at Brockway. So that's good news for the uh, coaching staff at, uh, at Brockway. And our drive of the game, our drive of the game uh, is uh, brought to you by 
Uh, Frank Valley and Sales and Service, the home of the 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty, offering a great selection of clean, used cars. Our drive of the game was the last one before the half. The uh, the Rovers drove down the field, did a great job uh, with that drive, and that is our drive of the game. And then we have uh, the sack of the game. Our sack of the game is... Uh, brought to you by Brockway Appliance, earning customers one sale at a time, offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery or service that continues after installation. Our sack of the game was by John Varachetti with 149 remaining in the first period on uh, on Wagner. So Johnny gets the uh, sack of the game tonight. Good job by John Varachetti as uh, as always. And then the the, uh, the play of the game. Play the Game is uh, brought to you by Inzana and Malolo, attorneys at law, especially in family law, estate planning, and real estate. Our Play of the Game, we're going to give it to that kickoff where they had the bunch formation and got the ball back. So a great job there by uh, the special teams unit on the on the kickoff. And so they get our Play of the Game. And so those are our, the Drive of the Game, Sack of the Game, uh, Play of the Game, Player of the Game. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't have uh, – we had uh, – uh, we didn't have that big hit that we like to see. You know, we could call a really big hit. There were a lot of hits, but nothing that was really spectacular. But our big hits, uh, we got to tell you, is uh, sponsored by Jim's Custom Collision. If your car gets hit, time to contact, uh, contact Jim's Custom Collision. Jim's Custom Collision has been making friends by accident for close to uh, 50 years. And that'll remind you of, uh, of our regular sponsors. They are Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferrero Cruck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Femoral Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Glastown Pizza, DeLillo Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Verschetti Holdings, LP, Creekside Auto and, uh, and Tire. Well, it looks like Jared has uh, got our picture that will be online, and that picture is, of course, of Caleb Dockery, our player of the game. And so we can uh, discuss uh, just a, a few things with uh, with Jared as we close this thing uh, out tonight. And uh, I'll have to I'll have to say, uh, Jared, uh, Jared, as you're back with me now, uh, that uh, I thought the the Rovers acquitted themselves rather well, though. For you know, for the most part, they were, you know, certainly. Uh, they were, they were playing a team that was very talented, and they expected it was going to be very difficult for them tonight. Yeah, I think we talked about this before, and we said that Brockway can't afford to make mistakes. They can't afford to get behind the sticks, can't afford to throw interceptions uh, against a team like Red Bank. And they showed that tonight, that when you do those things, you don't win. Now, when Brockway had it put together, they scored a pile of points pretty quick. Uh, but you got to do it for all four quarters, and that didn't happen tonight. Yeah, I, I, I have a question. Why are you breathing so heavy? Man, boy, I am. A young I'm, man like you are. Must be the altitude that we're at here. <laughs> we are up a little <laughs> higher, but not quite that much. You know, uh, one thing that I do want to say about the, yeah. the Brockway players is every time I go down to take a photo of whoever the player of the game is or just to talk with the players, they're very well-spoken. You don't have punks. I mean, at least not that are players of the game. So... Uh, and, and being a young freshman, talking to Caleb, very appreciative of the of the honor of being player of the game. And uh, and I've just noticed that. So I think Jake's doing a really good job with the culture of the players and uh, keeping them in line. Yeah, we you know we talked about both both uh, on air and off uh, about how important character is. And so you know he understands that. Of course, uh, he went to uh, Dubois Central Catholic and. Uh, 
they're going to be a little stricter than uh, than the uh, public school would be and more demanding. And so he came up through that kind of culture as well. And I think he, uh, he understands that uh, there's more to it than what the school board says at the end of a game. And so I appreciate that very much. And uh, so the Rovers had no reason to hang their head. They, uh, you know, they made some mistakes. But remember that some mistakes are caused by the other team, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And uh, but they, I think they acquitted themselves well. They didn't allow the uh, a team that was scoring 55 a game to do that to them, you know. And uh, I, I think they they tackled hard. And I think that the their opponents, uh, Red Bank, would say that hey, they they did. You know they did pretty well. They uh, they they faced the, uh, the difficulty, you know, and still standing at the end of it. So, mm-hmm. and and the, the big thing too is that no injuries, as far as we could see, as far as the Rovers are concerned. So, they go into Cameron County next uh, next week. That is the last regular season game, and uh, I expect them to win that game. Mm-hmm. I expect them to finish this season at least seven and three, and then there'll be playoff time, and then we'll see uh, who is they get to play. We don't. At this point, things get clearer after next week's game. You know all of that, and where the location will be. You know they. Uh, you don't know when to locate where a location is going to be. They did change things. When you look at the the big picture, when you look at the state championship games. Uh, they are being played somewhere totally different than they've been played in the past. Mm-hmm. They've been played. They've been played in in Altoona. They have been been played uh, at Hershey. They've been played. Uh, you know at. I, th- I think the last time they were played, they played the uh, state championship game. It may have been was it Harrisburg, or was it Hershey? I'm not sure, but yeah, I can't remember. I thought that they had talked about changing it up, but I, I don't know where they're playing. Yeah, they they changed it to uh, sounds like a facility that's a whole lot better, and I can't think of the name of that facility at at this moment. But so that's going to be different this this year uh, as well. Well, I think that uh, we're going to close things out here. Thank you for your expertise and your time. And we're going to be with me next week, which uh, yeah, I'm uh, pleased about. And uh, so we're going to bring folks that game all the way from, uh, from Emporium, out in the middle of nowhere. There's a God, lot of, God's country. Uh, yes, God's country. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, it all is, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, okay. So our final score, uh, Red Bank with a score of 54, I believe, to uh, 28. And uh, they will win this one. But uh, uh, we will, uh, Lord willing, see you guys next Friday night from Emporium. And so for uh, Gerald Herbert, this is Bill Everett saying good night and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Brockway Rover Football here on today's Sunny 106. Thank you to all our fine sports sponsors. Now let's return back to the real music variety here on today's Sunny 106.